Welcome to Try Friend Heroes, the Legend of Zelda podcast. I'm Ellen. I'm Kayla. I'm Kazem. And today we're discussing the third installment of the Legend of Zelda series, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Oh! Woo! Oh, okay. <laughs> huh? That's what we used to do, right? We'd, we'd say the chapters Woo. and cheer? <laughs> yeah, we definitely yeah, cheered okay. every time, no matter what, even if it was sad. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number one, always woo. Yeah. Well, I was always excited to discuss it, even if it was sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this game, a wizard named Aganim... Anyone have any good creative pronunciations for some of these names? Because I'm No, scared. I was just thinking today about how I don't actually know like officially how to pronounce a lot of Zelda words, <laughs> since mm-hmm. there's not much voice acting in the series. That's true. Hmm. Not until, like, the blood moon rises I literally Googled it. I was again. like, am I pronouncing yeah. cuckoo right? <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Huh. <laughs> I've never thought about it. Also, like, we never discussed... Zelda before, like to an to this extent, mm-hmm. yeah. Like other than just being like, yeah, that game was fun. You should play that one, mm-hmm. and like, or like making jokes, like Link in his jorts in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so in this game, a wizard mm-hmm. named Aganim has captured Princess Zelda and daughters descended from the Seven Sages. Using their power, he plans to open a gate between our world, the Light World, and the Dark World. This game was released for Super Famicom in Japan in 1991 and for Super Nintendo outside of Japan in 1992. And it was pretty well received by critics at the time. And it's still considered a great game today. Some people really, it's like their favorite game based mm-hmm. on what I was reading on, on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows up in a lot of best game ever lists still. Mm-hmm. It is a really good game. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will talk about it. And to date, it's sold 4.6 million copies worldwide, which is more than Zelda 2, but less than Zelda 1. Just for a... Oh. Yeah. Well, we haven't gotten to the real kicker yet, which I think mm. was Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild. Those were the, the two <laughs> highest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think we, we mentioned that uh, part of that might be just because of how many different releases there were. Where, that is true. Like, how, do, do you know how many different releases of A Link to the Past there were compared to the Zelda 1? Hold on, wait. Please hold. I thought you were gonna sing the Jeopardy theme song. No, I, I think I was starting there. I was like, nope, that's not hold music. That's that's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> sing copyrighted things on this podcast all the time. Didn't I sing something See, last I think, time? I don't. <laughs> I don't think our poor imitations of sounds with our mouths counts as copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past was released for SNES. Um, and then it was released for Stella View, which was like an attachment to the Super Famicom. I don't know exactly mm. why. I don't know exactly what it is. I definitely didn't mm. look it up. Sorry. I think you could connect to the internet mm-hmm. and special internet Connect things. to the internet? Wild. <laughs> it had five, according mm-hmm. to this, it had one megabyte of ROM and 512 kilobytes of RAM, y'all. Mm. <laughs> You're like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> we may have grown up in the in the 90s, but that doesn't mean I know shit about old computers. <laughs> uh, and then it was re-released for Game Boy Advance with Four Swords, which is the version that I played. I think it's the version that Kayla played also. Me too. Yeah. And then it was re-released for like virtual consoles, so the Wii, Wii U, 3DS, and Switch Online virtual consoles. Okay. And there was, there. it seems like there's a connection between this game and Four Swords um, for mm. the Game Boy, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would like unlock an extra dungeon if you finished four swords mm-hmm. it also said <laughs> after i got the master sword it was like now you can use the master sword and four swords and i was like wow oh, yeah. that's cool i wasn't playing that so i guess <laughs> there's a connection but 
we're going to play we're planning to play four swords and four swords adventures at a much much later time like a year from now probably yeah <laughs> um so we'll talk about we can we can explore that then but yeah there seems to be a connection which is pretty cool and apparently the port some people people say that the port to game boy advance is like pretty good it's pretty similar to the uh, snes mm-hmm. version mm-hmm. you do get uh, ocarina of time link screaming in your ear the whole time though which is interesting mm-hmm. huh? Huh? <laughs> is that what you're talking about Yep. Yeah. They don't have. They didn't have that in the SNES version. No, <laughs> that's taken straight from Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I noticed that this game, the Game Boy Advance game, came out in two thousand two uh, slash two thousand three. You know what other game came out in two thousand two slash two thousand three? Wind Waker. So this is the time period in which we're talking about. This game came out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. surprised that they took the effects out of Ocarina of Time. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I even watched the playthrough and I didn't notice that, but I guess I just was like really paying attention to other things and not the spinny sound effects. Yeah. Um, or the, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it fades out of your notice pretty quickly when you're playing it. I've just mm-hmm. gotten used to Link screaming. But I just like the first couple of times I swung the sword, it's like, ha, 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 I'm like, ha, I don't ha, think that ha. was in the original. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that, that came from Ocarina of Time because I've only played a little bit of it. But like mm. the game that I'm most familiar with is Wind Waker, where he also screams all the time. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did enjoy the scream when he goes plummeting down the hole, so it was entertaining. Yeah. And it like fades away. There's also a little yeah. like sparkle, just like Team Rocket blasting off, mm-hmm. <laughs> like every time he falls, which is pretty great. Yeah. Anyway, last time we talked about um, like the gameplay and music and visuals first, but this time I thought we would switch it up and talk about story first. So now I'm going to seamlessly transition to Kayla to talk about the story. <laughs> Over to <That's> you. <laughs> yeah, it's you. <laughs> See, a seamless transition. Very seamless. No seams at all. <laughs> Not a seam to be found. I feel like we, this feels like deja vu. <laughs> so yeah, seamlessly story. <laughs> Let's do it. This game has like a story that's actually in the game. Right? Yes. <laughs> There's still a lot of extra detail in the uh, instruction booklet, but you can get the gist from the game itself. It has like quite the story outside mm-hmm. in the in the booklet, <laughs> but it had it had to, yes, it was easy to understand mm-hmm. in the game. Yep. So, <clears throat> long ago, the three gods of power, wisdom, and courage descended from the heavens to create the world. When they were done, they left behind the Triforce as a symbol of their strength and to guide life in this new world. Yes, thank you. The Triforce was hidden in a secret golden land, but it called out to those with exceptional power, wisdom, and courage, seeking someone worthy to claim it. This all passed into myth and legend, but people still search for the Triforce, and over time, that desire turned to sheer greed and lust for power, especially as one legend told of the Triforce's ability to grant its holder's wishes. One day, a gang of thieves skilled in magic managed to stumble into the golden land and saw the Triforce there. They immediately began to fight each other over it, and eventually their leader, Ganondorf, stood triumphant. He held the Triforce in his hands and made his wish. Over time, a dark power began to flow from the Golden Land, and many disasters struck Hyrule. The king ordered the Seven Sages and the Knights of the Realm to seal the entrance to the corrupted Golden Land. The knights fought a long and deadly war against Ganon's army, and they managed to buy enough time for the sages to create their magical seal. Hyrule healed and was peaceful and prosperous for many centuries, until suddenly a new wave of disasters began to strike the land once again. A strange wizard named Aghanim appeared and quelled the disasters, and he was rewarded with a place of honor in the palace. But soon rumors began to spread of kidnappings and strange experiments in the castle tower. The game begins with our hero, Link, asleep in bed, as he often is, when the voice of Princess Zelda telepathically reaches out to him to say she's being held captive in the castle dungeon and to plead for his help. Link wakes to find his uncle gearing up for battle and leaving the house, telling him to stay inside. 
Link, of course, disobeys and heads to the castle. He finds his uncle mortally wounded and takes up his sword and shield. He rescues Zelda, taking her to a sanctuary outside the castle. There, a sage tells him that Aghanim has been kidnapping the descendants of the original seven sages and using their power to break the seal on the corrupted Golden Land, and he must be stopped to prevent Ganon from escaping. Thus, Link is sent on his classic Legend of Zelda journey of visiting dungeons, collecting sacred shiny objects, <laughs> gaining the Master Sword, and defeating evil. Woo! Yeah, evil. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting because it's sort of the first example of kind of the classic Zelda story structure, mm-hmm. where you're like sent on a shorter quest to do these things and defeat evil, but that doesn't work, and some twist happens, and then the rest of the game opens up. Yeah, it's like you have to collect three things to prove yourself, and then do the actual collect like yeah. collection. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is yeah, they don't definitely all do repeated. That, but it's in, fairly common. In some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Ganon was just the bad guy, definitely in Zelda One. Mm-hmm. Isn't there somebody else in Zelda Two? I already forgot. Well, they yeah, were trying to like, resurrect Ganon. Yeah. Oh, right, right, in Zelda right. Two with the blood of Link or whatever. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that's right. They all the creatures needed <laughs> to collect his his blood. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time they mentioned like Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we've got uh, Link, Zelda, and Ganon again, our classic trio. Um, they're all, well, I guess Ganon's always the same, but it's a new Link and a new Zelda compared mm. to the previous mm. games. And yeah, this is a. Uh, Ganon only appears on screen in his pig demon form, but this is like the first time we get any hint that he wasn't always like that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was a thief. Yeah. Mm. I think the implication is that since everyone like changed his form in the Dark Land, mm-hmm. that that's like what he changed into when he. It's like in the dark, dark world there oh, after nice. getting the uh, mm-hmm. Triforce. Mm-hmm. At least that's the implication I got from it. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I like that Link turns into a little bunny in the dark world. But <laughs> yeah. then other people are like, I am a tree. And again, it's like, I am yeah. a pig demon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of underutilized. You're only a bunny for like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Link has an uncle in this game. He doesn't have relatives mm-hmm. very often, so that's kind of fun. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he immediately dies. <laughs> no, he was fine. Didn't you see? It's okay. The, he's better. The he's better at the end. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, go on without me. Ugh. Then at the, in the like, where are they all now? Like credits at the end. Then it's like, and yeah. my uncle. Was well, the fine. king is also fine, and he was like a skeleton. So I think like the wish at the end of the story made things better rather than him just surviving. Well, supposedly, mm. according to like the manual, I think the people of Hyrule, like the Hylians, are magical. Like they've always had access to magic. It's just that things really went downhill after Ganon mm. took the Triforce in the whatever sacred realm, <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah. I know what it's I'm talking about. It's the golden realm, and then it the became the dark world, and the then world. later games call it the sacred sacred realm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned something interesting about this game, was, which was that Nintendo wanted to really sanitize religion out of this game at all. So, like, mm-hmm. that's why it's called the... It was originally called, like, uh, Kamigami no Todaifos. So, like, Triforce <laughs> of the Gods. And the golden mm-hmm. land was called the sacred realm. Which so that's why it's yeah. later changed to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird because like the early games, it's sort of like there's sort of a like Christian overlay to yeah, like the religion mm-hmm. of the world, but it doesn't make that much sense because they're talking about like three gods and yeah, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. I mean, there's like three aspects of God in certain Christian sects, but kind of a different right. thing. Imagine yeah. um, but then like yeah, later on, it sort of became its own religion without any of that in there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has its own, yeah, the three goddesses or whatever. 
mm-hmm. as you explained in your summary. Yeah, they're called the. They're just called like the three gods in this game, but they're obviously like the three goddesses: uh, Din, Nehru, and Ferore in the later games. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was another one. I'm not sure if I am pronouncing correctly. I've always, <laughs> I don't know. I've always called it Feror, but I don't know if that's right. I definitely called it mm-hmm. Naru for like at least a year, <laughs> and then I was like, "That's not those letters aren't in that order." So mm-hmm. <laughs> that took me a while. <laughs> There's not a lot of official voice acting of the games that yeah. like pronounces yeah. everything. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> there was a lot of voice acting in Breath of the Wild. Comparatively, yeah. Yeah, but they like. don't say a lot of like official Zelda terms, so. Mm-hmm. No, that's like, I don't think anyone just, says Ferore or Feror. Or... Just like the ones that we know how to pronounce, like Ganon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Like, Link. <laughs> yes. And like Hyrule. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another interesting... Uh, first in this game is the sages specifically the seven mm-hmm. sages mm-hmm. who appear mm-hmm. in different forms in quite a few games yes there's often seven but not always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why why make things the same when you could have a crazy, <laughs> crazy morphing uh like mysticism based religion that you can change all the time yeah i actually kind of like that as like you know, there's like a quote unquote official timeline, but I always like the idea that it's like, you know, these are legends being retold and yeah. mm-hmm, across mm-hmm. different different tellings telling different things and Yeah, in this game even there's like the the Book of Modura or whatever where you have it like translates the old Hylian. Like it's already established that like all of this stuff happened a long time ago mm-hmm. and that you're you're like carrying on the line of the knights and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like this game is a prequel to Zelda one and two, but it's also mm. talking about stuff that happened centuries before this game. So, like, yeah, it's a long and storied uh, history of the land of Hyrule. So, there'd be a few which, different tellings of different stories. Which game? Do you know which game in the official timeline is the first game? Skyward. Skyward Sword. Right? Yeah, Skyward Sword. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I don't remember enough about Skyward Sword to make an assessment on if I agree with that or not. I guess, but. <laughs> I think that makes sense. There's a few that like, like yeah, that one kind of has to be first, and yeah, that one kind of has to be here, and stuff like that. And then the others are kind of like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of them are like, no, you're just like that hero in the legend. Like most of them yeah. are like that, aren't they? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. uh, as far as uh, bosses and enemies, none of the bosses really stood out to me as like really iconic or recurring. Uh, the uh, the Turtle Rock boss is kind of interesting because he introduces a boss concept that gets used a lot, which is like hit the fire head with the ice weapon and the ice head mm, with the fire mm-hmm. weapon. Yeah, I definitely thought like those, the ice rod and like the fire rod would be used for like, there would be like a fire that you would have to use like the ice one with or something. And there wasn't so much like there was a couple enemies you could use them with that were like, I felt like it was effective, but yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it like wasn't very specialized, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, I have an opinion on the amount and <laughs> utilization of the items in this game, but I'll save that for later. <laughs> There's a lot of items. There are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, a lot, and a lot of things you just have to hit with a sword. <laughs> is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah. your opinion? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I, well, we can talk about that later, it's but like I the amount the of concept. The amount of use does not justify the amount of items. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, but for enemies, uh, we got a lot of recurring ones from the previous two games. Um, and then there's a lot that really only occur in this game and A Link Between Worlds. Oh. A couple other outliers. Um, but for ones that are first introduced here and we see in 
subsequent games. We've got The Pose, which are, you know, little ghosts yes. with the lanterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, High Knox, which has also had a resurgence that. along with the Lionel in Breath of the Wild, the mm-hmm. uh, Cyclops dudes. They throw, like, bombs, and I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was a Hinox or Hinox or whatever at first. Yeah. And then I looked it up. Yeah. I was looking up something else, and I was like, oh, it is them. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> yeah. They have quite a different form. Not like the Lynels were pretty yeah. like similar, I think, in Zelda One yeah. compared to like Breath of the Wild. But yeah, the Hinox not so much. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Yeah, different. the Lynels show up in this game too. Yes. Uh, then we got uh, the Bemos, which are those annoying statues that shoot oh. lasers at you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> them first from Wind Waker for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not these. Uh, Why this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, this is the first appearance of a Chain Chomp in the Zelda series. I always thought it was Link's Awakening, but <laughs> but they're here. <laughs> Saw some nice like Mario portraits in the Kakuko Village also, <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> and the introduction of the deadliest enemy of the series, the Kako. Oh, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, hey, look, the chickens, like the notch, yep. yeah, whatever. <laughs> yep, this is I the didn't attack them, though. first game where they appear and you can slash the shit out of them with your sword and instantly regret it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the fucking like worm thing that knocks you off the thing in in the not nah, but fuck that, that guy. one dungeon. <laughs> mm, yeah. I guess you don't die though. It's just really fucking annoying because it resets oh, yeah. the dungeon every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see the drop wall masters? The hands that just like drop yeah. out of the ceiling. It was oh, like that's a nope. <laughs> I also was really off put by the the things that like walk i think they're supposed to be gorillas but they have like a different character design in this game where you walk and they walk in like opposite directions oh yeah the, mm-hmm. they look kind of like mice they look like mice to me mm-hmm. uh, yeah they're i don't i didn't like that they're like uncanny and also difficult <laughs> but mostly yeah, they're kind of creepy they're sort of like statue like but like they, they don't really seem alive because yeah well, they only walk when you walk it's weird. Yeah, the one that like shoots fire at you had me puzzled for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you supposed out, to do? But... <laughs> I happened to be reading a guide for something else, and it was like, yeah, you just like shoot and then make them walk into your arrow. And I was like, oh, a brilliant strategy. Thanks, mm-hmm. internet. <laughs> it's like, that makes so much sense that it was so much easier. Yeah. I'm also really happy with the amount of dinosaur-shaped enemies and bosses that continued to appear in this <laughs> game, like the mm-hmm. little like helmet, helmos or whatever, the helmet uh, dinosaur thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the little ones are really cute. They were cute. Mm-hmm. They were kind of annoying, but really cute. And then, like, there was... I think there was at least one boss that was kind of uh, dinosaur-shaped. And then there well, was... Wasn't that Dodongos? Yeah, the, uh, the ones that breathe fire? They're called, like, Kodongos or something. They're basically so. Dodongos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They could, they're in the same evolutionary family, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one more step, and then they're, like, uh, like, a big version that stands up on two feet. That's how Pokemon works, right? <laughs> yeah, it's because they used to use like a firestone on them or something. <laughs> but anyway, there continue to be dinosaur. Um, I wonder how much longer there's going to be dinosaur enemies. Because I don't really remember any Forever. from later. Forever. <laughs> there's no dinosaur enemies in Breath of the Wild, but there's all like dinosaur bones. So maybe they used to be there. It all <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> there's a lot of like floating eyeball type things in the dungeons too. There's like multiple. There was one, at least one dungeon like boss that was like just floating eyeballs but there oh, was like yeah, yeah, yeah. the one with yeah. floating eyeballs that you had to pull off with the ho- pull things off with the hook shot yeah. so i don't know what it is it's giant eye bosses yes mm-hmm. <laughs> shoot things in eyes pull things off of the eyes etc yeah. there's one boss that's like straight up a kirby boss like the cloud with the eye <laughs> oh really oh i didn't realize <laughs> that <It's funny. laughs> 
I haven't. I'm not. Familiar I don't know if it's meant to be, Kirby but it's like world. I think it's just the same. I think it's just a Nintendo design ethos. But um, yeah, mm. there's like a recurring Kirby boss. It's just a cloud with an eye in it. Sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Do you get if you inhale him as Kirby? Do you become a giant floating eye with clouds around you? Mm. <laughs> uh, you can't really uh, inhale bosses usually. How rude. sorry to ruin your joke. I don't. It's okay. I don't know anything about Kirby except that you, he inhales things and he's pink and fluffy. He like not fluffy, but he like poofs around like a jellyfish. Mm-hmm. My only experience with Kirby is from Smash. That that would explain <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> this like Zelda game also had some of the time honored tradition of like someone following you for like half of the dungeon a couple of times, <laughs> like the old man, mm-hmm. and like there was like the fake maiden in the one, uh, the one dungeon. Actually, I guess it turned out to be Ganon. I think that's the last one. I remember things. Because I was like, oh, it turned out to be the wizard. Then I was like, but wait, the wizard turned out to be Ganon. So I was like thinking about it in my head <laughs> for like way too long. <laughs> yeah, there's a few things in the Zelda series with like, a, like, oh, I'm a helpless young girl in this dungeon. Please help me. And then it turns out to be the dungeon boss. <laughs> mm. Or just like, I just like, let me let me come with you. And then they just like follow you around for a while or like <laughs> you need them for some reason like you have to do the dungeon with them or whatever mm-hmm. yeah you have to throw medley at the wall and <laughs> i really enjoyed that part of <laughs> wood waker <laughs> except uh, macker makes a lot of noise he makes almost as much noise as like yeah. swinging the sword <laughs> just constant jingling everywhere you go yeah. <laughs> it's to scare the birds away so he doesn't uh, hunt all the uh, local wildlife <laughs> <laughs> to scare the bears away so he doesn't get chased in the woods yeah. Well, uh, we didn't talk about yet the biggest, the big reveal that the wizard Ganon was pretending to be the wizard. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's like they were the same person or he was possessing the wizard or <laughs> projecting the wizard into the light world or. Yeah, there was an interesting like one of the translations of the dialogue for one of the maidens was like, if Ganon enters the light world, there'll be chaos. But then it was like Ganon was being the wizard, and it's like, but the wizard was in the light world, so mm-hmm. <laughs> so was he in the light world? Mm-hmm. Like, but he obviously had to like. He was trying to break the seal to get out. So. Exactly. So maybe yeah. he was just projecting. Because it also, I think I saw something that said, like, the wizard was, like, an avatar of Ganon. So maybe he was just projecting the wizard after all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plausible, yeah. I guess. Anyway, another recurring <laughs> element in the series. Oh, it's a new main boss. Oh, wait, it's Ganon again. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Ganon. <laughs> I really appreciated also at the end that it was like, and then the Master Sword slept forever again. And I was like, no, it didn't. It definitely didn't. <laughs> Master Sword's like, please let me sleep. I'm so tired. <laughs> well, apparently the Master Sword was forged just to for the the like the Knights of Hyrule to wield against evil slash Ganon. So <laughs> it had it did its job. It did its job until it was retconned. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the end, like, credits, the, like, where are they now? <laughs> that happened yeah. before the credits. Uh, it was so funny to me. Okay, there's, like, important stuff, and it's just, like, vultures in the desert. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> and, like, the Zora are still there selling flippers. <laughs> yeah. They expanded their business. It was a great story of entrepreneurship. <laughs> and, like, the flute boy was somehow fine, but I thought he kind of, like, died <laughs> I was I was confused by that because <laughs> Flute Boy was there with his like father in the forest well, he, again, and I was he like, turned into a monster and then he turned into a tree. But I think the implication I got is that Link's like wish at the end was to like undo all of the 
Could be. Bad shit that Ganon mm-hmm. did. So I think like the people who died in the Dark World or during this storyline got undeaded. So <laughs> they got untransformed for sure. Like, because um, mm-hmm. there was like the, there was a side quest with the, or not a side quest. I guess if you wanted to upgrade the sword, there was like the uh, smiths. One of them was like stuck in the Dark World. And Link just, mm-hmm. like, rescues him and he's fine. <laughs> so yeah, maybe all the magic was just undone and the kid was fine. The flute mm-hmm. boy was fine. Yeah, The bug-catching kid recovered. It's called a flute in English, but it's definitely it's an ocarina. It's definitely an ocarina, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the bug-catching kid recovered, and then he later went on to become the bug-catcher. <laughs> Pokemon. <Yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are the important things that I took away from the cutscene. That mm-hmm. What I just said is definitely in the cutscene, for sure. That's definitely not something <laughs> that I made up. <laughs> That's not my own headcanon <laughs> about Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I thought it was interesting when they talked about the Triforce. Yeah, so like it, th- what happened was you whoever, the Triforce is a like, the collection of like the power that was left by the goddesses or whatever the gods after they created the the sacred realm, and that it doesn't know because it's like an object, it doesn't know the difference between like good and evil. So anyone can influence the power of the sacred realm, I guess, in whatever way they want. Mm-hmm. In this story, whoever touches it, the stronger the wish, the more powerful the Triforce's expression of that wish. So. They were like, so do do good, Link. Make a good wish. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. <laughs> I was like, I want infinite ice cream. Like, damn it, Link. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Why did we leave this to a child? <laughs> <laughs> the really funny thing, I feel like playing all the Zelda games, but especially the most the ones that we've played so far, is like they're like, you're the hero. Who's going to save us? And then in the meanwhile, I'm just like, where do I go now? How do I play this game? <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like such an idiot. And mm-hmm. then, But then like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like, let's look over here. Let's look under this rock. Oh, what's this thing? And they're like, you're the hero. Like, you, you saved everyone. And I'm like, oh, cool. I was just attacking with my sword. <laughs> like, it's very funny to me. So I feel whenever I play a character that has like an established reputation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like I'm playing like Dishonored and it's like, you're a master assassin. And I'm like, immediately falls off a roof and dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you're like, I wonder, in my case, in Legend of Zelda, you go into the boss room and you're like, hmm, I wonder if bombs work. And it's like, they don't <laughs> get, get crushed yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Except for when I got the hook shot, shot and I was like, I know that I'm going to need to use this. Yeah. I know how the Zelda works. Maybe we should, this, how about a seamless transition to gameplay based on what I just <laughs> <Okay>. said? <laughs> So, um, game is another top-down 2D style um, game side scroller. <laughs> Not quite a side scroller. Yeah, so it did have game. like it did have like views. Like it felt like the mouse were like wider than the screen. Is that what you're trying to say? Because you kind of like move through like one yeah. section and it kind of like panned before it transitioned to the next section of the mm-hmm. map. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know you got your your typical items: sword, shield. Um, Pegasus boots make a return. Those are always fun. You got the hammer again. Bottles and fairies and potions. Magic. Yeah, you've got an instrument that helps you go places. With a flying duck. A magical duck. (laughs) I started cracking up when you summoned the duck to pursue Ganon at the end. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, this is the dark world. He can't come here. Like, how did he get here? It's a magic duck. Oh, wow. Yeah, doesn't that all happen in the dark world? Plot holes. This is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, my goodness. He has a, he has his own <laughs> moon pearl so that he can go into the dark world. Yeah, and why didn't he turn power. into, like, he should have turned into something else. That would have been hilarious. Like a flying human? Yeah. <laughs> 
Link turned into a bunny, so yeah, he becomes like a flying human. Mm-hmm. It's coming for you, Nintendo, <laughs> with our game ideas. <laughs> some of the interesting new arrivals are you got some rods and wands, um, the fire rod and ice wand that shoot um, <laughs> fire and ice. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's two other canes, the... Cane of Samaria, which creates a block in front of you, and the Cane of Bernia, which causes a... Um, I actually don't remember what it was. It was something spins around you. One of them transforms stuff. Like, I saw in a playthrough that someone was transforming things into fairies. I was like, that's whack. Because oh. I didn't get that far in the game. That was um the magic powder, which I think is optional. Oh! Um, oh, yes. Yeah, okay. no, you're right. You get, like, a... You get some like psychedelic mushroom from the Lost Woods and give it to the witch, <laughs> and... <laughs> Oh, I had the mushroom. <laughs> is that? Oh, I should go get it in the game. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, I didn't realize, yeah. I didn't realize it, it was someone. an item at first. I, well, it's like you pick it up like and I it's passed like, by it, and I was like, "I was like, that's an unusual piece of date of background decor." <laughs> <laughs> well, you pick it up and it's just like give it to a person who wants it, and I was like, "I'll eventually encounter this person." Yeah, it's like it smells like rotten fruit, and I was like, "Okay, okay, thanks." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I picked it up. I gave it to the witch. And then she's like, come back later and I'll give you something. And I completely forgot that I did that. (laughs) Never picked it up. I went there all the time to buy potion because I kept dying. You only have to go like one screen away and then come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He had business. He was, he's a hero. (laughs) I thought I tried doing that. Really? Well, you don't talk to the witch. You have to go inside the, um, well, I mean, you talk to her and she says like, my assistant has it or whatever. Oh. Inside the house, you get the magic powder. That would have been really helpful. I would love to have turned things into fairies. Because yeah. as I said, I died a lot. Oh, yeah, that game was hard. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as hard as Zelda 2, though. <laughs> no, no. This was at least It might doable, have been as hard, but... but it wasn't as punishing. Like, Yeah. That's fair. Like, I died a lot, but it's like all you do is go back to the beginning of the dungeon rather than like all the way back to the start of the game with all your progress <laughs> nullified. Mm-hmm. By the end of most of the dungeons, I just like had memorized the exact path to get back to the boss because I would die. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, push this thing, go here, kill this thing, jump in the water, swim down this thing, climb this ladder, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> get to the point mm-hmm. where you just, like, memorize it. Yeah. So you were saying items. All the items, oh, all the items yeah. that you don't have to use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of items that um you can use, but there was don't have to. Also, the f- I don't think you mentioned this yet, but in addition to the magic powder, there was, like, the things that gave you, you like, the medallion things. I don't remember what they yeah. were called. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. medallions. Oh, yeah. okay, I was right. Ooh. Yeah, there's three of them. The Ether Medallion, the Quake Medallion, and the Bombless Medallion. All aesthetically different. You need one of them for uh, one of the dungeons. Yeah, I think you need the Bombus one for one of them. Or something. But I don't remember which one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they um, all look red. I'm just annoying Yeah, they're all there. cool. <laughs> but they're, I, like, there wasn't enough distinction between them other than, like, aesthetically, and maybe, like, it was more effective, like, to use one over the mm-hmm. other against certain enemies. Mm-hmm. But um, in later games, you get some more, like, they, they actually differentiate themselves, which is... You know, but it was it was neat. They're they're fun. They they clear the screen of a lot of the trash enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found myself using them a lot. Nice. And then a very important item in the game for especially for like overworld puzzles is the magic mirror. Yes. Returns you back to the beginning of a dungeon if you're in a dungeon, or takes you from the dark world to the light world. Yes. And leaves a spot for you to come back. Yes. Doesn't work the other way around though. You can't go from the light world to dark world with a mirror. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think I think it led for some very interesting and and cool puzzles, but also a little like tedious because you're like, oh, there's a thing here that I'm gonna, probably going to need the the mirror for, 
but the way to get to the dark world is so far away and you forget about it by mm-hmm. then and all it that. was annoying that you have to go all the way back yeah i think you would have gained a lot of puzzle opportunities without losing much by making it two-way mm-hmm. yeah it would be more convenient mm-hmm. yeah because like you would say i would like want to leave well there was like some puzzles where it was really easy like the one in the the water it's not called the water temple the one in the swamp or whatever in the dark world where you have to go and like turn the water on mm, yes in the light world so that one was pretty easy but like say you wanted to like leave the dungeon in the dark world and like go get something in the light world which i did because i would go get like potions and shit because i kept dying so but then you have to walk all the way back so you have to walk to wherever and then like walk back you can't like just go back to the dark world it's so annoying unless you go yeah. to like a portal mm-hmm. somewhere else but if you want to go back to where the mirror was Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree that it would be easier. Maybe there's some like memory reason why you can't. Mm, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I also found that um, I found that there weren't enough tel- like portals to the dark world throughout the map. I don't know. Even with the magic duck to take you places in the light world, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because because then you couldn't use the duck to go back. <laughs> so like it's like oh I know where there's where there's a portal, but like if I want to be in this area, where's the one that's like. Because, you know, there was every couple of, of screens, there might be one. There was probably, like, a handful. So, I definitely didn't count how many there were, but there's not that many. Yeah. 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 And then, like, the places the duck will take you is, I don't know, like, five or six or seven, maybe? I forget. There also weren't that many. Uh, Yeah, seven or eight, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, an important thing. Uh, This was very difficult for me, is the game only allows you to input one direction at a time. Hmm. And so if you press, if you try to like press up and maybe like, oh, I'm going to go to the side too. And you like slid your finger to hit both. Mm. Link would just stop moving. He wouldn't like keep going in the same direction. So we'd stop. So there'd be a lot of times where I was like, oh, I'm going to move this way to avoid something. And he stops. And where if, if he just picked a direction, I would have been fine. But like, did just you, don't stay there. Did you play it on a console or did you play on an emulator? Emulator. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder if that had to do with the emulator. Because I feel like I could... Maybe move diagonally, but it was probably mm. still inputting one at a time. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, it wasn't. Um, I mean, I struggled a lot with being turned yeah, the wrong direction. The, yeah, I struggled <laughs> with the like four directional <laughs> combat. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're like swinging your sword; it's not hitting because the guy's like slightly above you instead yeah, or of slightly behind mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> slightly too on. close to you. Yes. Oh, that was mm-hmm. annoying. Um, I think we're mm-hmm. dating ourselves in our youth <laughs> at this point to say yes. i can't play a d-pad game <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just not very not combat anyway it's like <laughs> yeah it's yeah challenging and i think i think part of it is the hitboxes were a little like i think they tried to make it too perfect to align with a sword so like you'd be in front of a piece of grass or like like maybe i want to try and cut two at the same time so i was like oh, yeah slightly in front of one and the way you swing you don't go like all the way up so even though it's like directly in front of me, but slightly to the side, but like still like probably adjacent to like my shoulder, I still would would only slice the one that's like right in front of me. More in front of me, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the same thing with enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know with the like like picking stuff up or pushing things. You had to be like directly yeah. centered on them. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and the shovel that was uh, well. I think they changed it in the the Game Boy Advance game. Why? But in the how did the shovel work in the So when you would shovel you would either shovel left or right. What? And so if you were like looking up he would turn like left to to shovel or something. Oh, so it was right. hard to sort of yeah, get to um I mean the only time you needed it was for the flute, right? And there was a digging game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't that They definitely that changed stuff for the Game Boy game. It was not well, you could dig in any direction s- for sure. Speaking of um 
seamless transition to changes between the two <laughs> versions, right? Yes. They switched the... I just realized when I was looking at a photo of the NES, or the SNES, there's four buttons on the uh, Super Nintendo, but there's only two buttons on the Game Boy Advance, so they had to move. I was like, why would you use the R button for actions? It's because there's only two buttons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, go on with what you were going to say. But I, just I think there's funny. still only one item slot, though, in the original, right? Yeah. 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 Only one Seems, item slot. Like I'm sure there were some spare buttons. Like they could have. They. It didn't. Because it's kind of annoying sometimes to switch between the one item. Yeah. It was. I looked at the manual and it looked like it didn't use the shoulder buttons on the Super Nintendo. So Super that Nintendo. Right. Super Nintendo had A, B, X, and Y and the D pad, um, and like start and whatever the other one is select, and then it mm-hmm. had shoulder buttons and it didn't. It looked like there weren't instructions in the manual for shoulder buttons, so I don't think it used those. But mm-hmm. it, instead, it would use like X and Y for certain things that the shoulder was used for in, um, in the Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance version. Yeah, because later games, which with less items, will let you map like multiple items to different oh. buttons and mm-hmm. stuff, which is yep. nice. So it's like that would have been nice in this game with mm-hmm. its mm-hmm. fifty-five items. Apparently, the yep. I think it was. I was about to be like, was there really that many? No, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if it was uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, but like one of the directors of the game felt like. Link should always have his sword. So that's why you can't map mm-hmm. anything else to the Which is valid. Yeah, yeah. Button. But in yeah. later games, you can switch mm-hmm. it if you really want to, I think, can't you? I forget. Uh, like, a lot of them still have the sword hard-coded. I don't yeah. know if one or two of them can let you change it, but... We'll find out. I know in, like... We'll, we will. <laughs> yeah. You know in... I know in, like, like Wind Waker has the b- sword hard-coded to the mm-hmm. B, but you can use the, like, X and Y and A button and stuff. Yeah. Or yeah. R button. I think the A is for, like, your special moves and stuff. Yeah, if... Yeah, A is for parry, isn't it? That's the big green one. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. you can use the mm-hmm. X and Y, which are the little ones on the top of the A, and then you can use the R, the purple R, not yeah. the gray R. Yeah. ZR. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I guess that's the Z button, so. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> on the GameCube, I guess that was the Z button. I think it is. Yeah, the purple one's the Z button, and then, and then R and L button. But it is on the top, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on the top. <laughs> but, but there's only one? <laughs> is there Z, L, and yeah. R? No, 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 no. For the GameCube, there's only one on the right side of the controller. It's a very strange decision. (laughs) I love Nintendo and their controllers. I love the GameCube controller. I actually really like the GameCube controller. It was my favorite one because I had tiny hands. Everything Nintendo makes is great for tiny Mm -hmm. hands. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, oh, right. Changes. So seamless the transition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, a majority of the changes are just quality of life upgrades. um, Like, when you're max items for rubies, uh, bombs, and arrows, it'll change color to indicate that you have the max. Yes. Um, they let you cut down signs yes. with your sword. Um, they changed some translations. Did anyone else repeatedly try to read signs, but they were at the side of the sign, and they accidentally like Broke picked it. it up, and then they're like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely bet once, but I mostly read them. I was mostly fine with it. <laughs> They added, well, they added, as we mentioned, like uh, an extra dungeon for completing four swords. They added a voice effect for for Link. Mm-hmm. They changed the ice palace to make it easier in really? the Game Boy Advance. Because I yeah. saw a lot of people complaining about that, and I was like, I don't think that was that hard. But so it, I what it, this this is was um, you had to push an, a block from one floor down a hole to the floor below. Huh. It's like ah, uh, a Pokemon strength puzzle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay, no, this is saying that there, there's a, an all-new dungeon uh, that you can 
get into when you've beaten four swords. I read that as you get like all new dungeons. Oh, I thought maybe like a new game plus, but no, no, no. It's just one dungeon. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Exciting. One of the best changes, also quality of life, but you guys didn't have to suffer this. <laughs> if you go into the pause menu and you, you scroll through the items, like up takes you up, left takes you left, right takes you right, right? Uh-huh. When you hover over the bottle, there's only one bottle icon in the pause menu oh, in the SNES. Yes. So then it brings you to a menu of which bottle do you want. So now you press up and down, and it doesn't matter if you're in the top of the list or not. It will not move you up. You have to press left or right to get to a different what? item, and then you get control of your cursor, like full control back. So there would be, and I only had one bottle, and there'd be times where I'm like, I'm trying to just get to another item. Come on. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I had to press a different, but, but then also because like the, when you have very few items, it like jumps you all the way over. An item all the way across on the other side. Yes. Yeah, or something. And then you have to, like, you press up, and that takes you, like, to a completely different place, and it's just... Eh. Yeah, a pain. Uh, yeah, the menu, menu's not great, but... Yeah, what I, can you do? yeah, the Game Boy Advance version just has the bottles mm-hmm. on the menu, as you said. It was um, easy to access. Mm-hmm. Also, playing uh, with the SNES, the only spawn point you had was the top of the pyramid. Really? Yes. So if you die, that's where you go. If you save and quit, that's where you go. What? Yeah. Oh, so they added saved place in the dark world for the mm-hmm. Game Boy? Okay. And I think Link's house and... Uh, oh, one, so all the um, save points were added is what you're saying? Yes. Because in the yep. Game Boy version, you can... In the light world, it's like Link's house, the last safe place, and... The, the sanctuary. sanctuary. Actually, you know what? I think in, if you were in light world, you would spawn at Link's house. That makes sense. Dark world pyramid. And then, yeah, so you got the sanctuary and your saved place, yeah. which, yeah. Convenient. Yeah. So you're saying that if you stop playing the game, you would have to go all the way back to the dungeon where you were? Yes. Oh, that's annoying. I believe so. I always quick saves because I didn't feel like that's dealing true, with saving and all that. So you also yeah. cheated just like us is what I'm hearing. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I didn't have to suffer through that at least. The, I mean, like, yes. if you turn it off in a dungeon, if you loaded it at, like, the saved place and your saved place was a dungeon, it would be the start of a dungeon. Like, it wouldn't be, like, yeah. exactly where you saved anyway, so. Yeah, but that's pretty typical of Zelda games. It's typical, also typical of, like, SNES and, like, NES games. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I anticipated not having immaculate save places, I'll say, because yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dungeons, I thought the dungeons the enemies were kind of repetitive after a while, but, like, the concepts were kind of cool, like, falling through yeah. the dungeon holes and stuff. Mm, I have some strong thoughts about that. <laughs> they don't sound good. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some annoyances, but I really did, like, the verticality of the yeah. dungeons it, in concept. It, it definitely like, is cool in concept. I think in practice... Like, seeing, like, below you as you go above, yeah. like... Like, you cross the room from above later on that you were on the ground floor earlier and stuff. Yeah. And, mm. Go on with your rant. <laughs> so, well, okay. First of all, when when there was a, a a hole for you to fall into to like the next the, the level below you. Yes. You didn't actually see that level, right? In the it was just a black pit. No, no. If it was a black pit, that's where you die. If you if it was like the floor, then that's how you know that it's uh, a dungeon. Oh. <laughs> Is that the problem either, that you had? <laughs> e- either I missed that, or that was also changed. Could because could have been? I don't know. I don't remember. No, I'm I'm pretty sure because I don't think it was changed. Because I remember seeing it. Maybe it was the emulator was bad or something. I don't know. But I remember seeing a hole, 
and I, I was like, fine, you know what? I'm going to fall down it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm supposed to fall down this hole? I didn't know that. Like there wasn't, it, to me, there wasn't anything that indicated that it it's, was safe to, to go down. I wouldn't have done it. Would I? I wouldn't have done it until like you do it by accident and you're like, oh, and then also like you can see certain things. Like there was the level with the annoying boss, the one with the worm. I can't remember which one it was mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where there's like a chest that's very obvious on one level. And then you are like, how the fuck do I get here? Because there's like um, the like, you know, the things that go up, the blue and brown things that go up and down. And like there's like this weird those like star tiles that you step on that like change the floor. And even if you do all that stuff, like you still can't get there. But then on the floor above eventually you're like looking around and you're like i bet i can fall through like this hole in the middle and it's probably like around where that thing is so i think that was where i realized that it's like okay to fall through the floor like you have to fall through the floor for some of them mm -hmm. but yeah if it was like a black <laughs> floor that's like where you fall off and die and if you throw you fall off and lose a heart for sure i think there was also a later dungeon where it was kind of confusing i was watching a playthrough because i didn't play through all the dungeons and there was one that looked like it had, like, quite a lot of dark spaces, like, places that didn't light up even, and, like, floor, and there were, like, enemies out there in the dark space. So, like, I don't know if that was the same, the case for all the dungeons, but for sure in, like, the easier ones, the mm -hmm. earlier ones it was. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they mixed it up because, like, early Zelda liked to just be like, this rule doesn't apply this time, just because <laughs> fuck you, mm -hmm. so... <laughs> Like, I definitely remember seeing, like, one of those, like, you know, the bouncy thing? I can't remember what they are, but, like, they when you hit them, you bounce backwards. Um, I remember seeing one of those in one of these playthroughs this person was playing where they were, like, clearly, like, in the middle of, like, a dark space. And I was like, that looks like a hole. Why is that a place? But sometimes in other Zelda games, there's, like, shadow. So it's like, maybe it's just dark there. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, for the most part in the easy ones in the dungeons I played, it's like, if you can see the floor, like, you can't really see, like, you don't see literally the floor below. But it, but it has like uh, a, yeah, it has like a different a texture. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. I see. Yeah, so like you can see like a, a texture that looks like the dungeon floor and that's like slightly darker. But yeah, you can't like literally see what's on the layer below. I see. If that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah, that's how you mm. know. This is my pro tip from from this game. <laughs> <laughs> I know I just said that earlier. I said I feel like an idiot playing Zelda. Like I'm, in, like they're all like you're the hero, and I'm just like, oh cool. <laughs> the dungeons. When you figure out things in the dungeon, it does make you feel pretty like smart. I'm like ooh, if I like or, hit this thing, or really dumb. Or really when dumb. you're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, Do, should I fall off here? And then you die. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. I felt like this game had a lot of good like puzzles in the dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. And not super like, hard. We got a lot of Zelda classics yeah. uh, in this game, mm -hmm. like push statue onto yes. Switch and yeah. shoot decoration with conspicuous <laughs> <Yeah>. eye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Open all the curtains. Yeah. And then the I think the the puzzle of like you've got the four blocks, you have to push one. You can push one. Yeah, a certain. And directions. you have to make a path. Yeah. And then like, or like go. You have to like pull this thing to open open the raise and lower the water, which I feel like is a thing in like most a lot of games, but also in Zelda games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was in that one, I was like, oh, good, a water-level dungeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just struggled to get through that one. I kept dying early. I don't know what happened. And I had to go back and get the flippers because mm -hmm. I didn't have them yet. And I was like, man, now i got to swim. I see where <laughs> this is going. <laughs> like, figure that out. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't figure out how to get out of the water after I got the flippers. That was fun. <laughs> I was like, where do I go? Where do I, <laughs> I accidentally went in a whirlpool and ended up some random place in the map. And it's like, I just want to get out of the water and go to the dungeon. 
and never claimed to be good at video games. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the like whole concept of going between the light and the dark world was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, th- the game has a lot that I think is really good, and I think I mean I remember I enjoyed the I loved the game as a kid. Mm-hmm. Just playing it now, it's just I think I think some of it doesn't hold up as well. Like if if they remade it, kind of like they made um. Which one? The, uh, next the, one? the next one. Yeah. Link's like, Awakening. That one was fun. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to play that one also on the SNES because um, I played that recently with on the on the switch and I'm going to see if I can compare them. But I haven't been able to get through uh, two of the last three Zelda games. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling confident about my plan anymore, but I did extend all the other playtime except for the next one. I think I think I extended oh, all okay. of them by like a week or so. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, no, uh, these like playtimes lied. But then I love going <laughs> on YouTube and being like, let me find a playthrough of this because I didn't finish. And it's like, they finished in like three hours. <laughs> like, God yep. damn it. <laughs> but then they never yeah. die. Like, they never die. Well, and they, they know exactly know where to go. Doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. So they don't just, they're not just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> look at my sword flinging magic now because I have full hearts mm-hmm. like me. <laughs> yeah, no, you watch you watch some less players. Mm-hmm. That That's just going to be what? Yeah. Like three times as long. Yes. <laughs> struggle at least if not multiple times. at least yeah i think i don't remember how long the, the like playtime was rated for this one but i feel like i probably played we gave ourselves three weeks for this just for the record for everybody listening mm-hmm. and i probably played most of that time like a couple hours a night and i got through about half the game i think basically mm-hmm I got to the like the Lost Woods dungeon and I was like, no, I can't, because Cosmo told me it was hard. And I was like, the other ones were hard. <laughs> well, so so another thing. So did you how 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 much did you struggle to get to that dungeon? I like went into the Lost Woods, uh-huh. and <laughs> I, well, so one thing that str- I struggled with a lot was like trying to figure out how to get into a place. So I'd be like, okay, I can see the location of this dungeon on the map, right? But then you'd be like, let me. I think I can like go this way to get there. And then, like, you wouldn't be able to get in that way because, like, there'd be a mountain or something. So, mm-hmm. in this case, I went to the Lost Woods and I went in from the bottom because I had come that way and, like, couldn't figure out where to go. So, I tried going in a different entrance and couldn't figure out where to go. So, then I Googled it and it was like, just go in and go straight down to the whatever west and south. And I was like, this, none of these, none of, that's not even going to, like, a place. I just ended up where the Master Sword was. So yeah, so I ran around trying to like find the dungeon for a couple of hours, and I was like, I gotta do other things to prepare for this episode. <laughs> that mm. was like yesterday. Wait, so did you not get into the dungeon? No. So what you're supposed in. to do is there's when you're go exploring the lost woods, there's a place where there's just a pitfall. You're supposed to hug the wall and just walk around the pitfall. What? Yeah. <laughs> And then there's another place in the dungeon, in the dungeon where like you come in and you can see there's a, there's like two squares of pitfalls yeah. and then there's a lever you have to pull. And I'm like, okay, so clearly you have to come in through this through another way or something. No, you just hug the wall and pretend that those pitfalls aren't there and like. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> Plus the boss looks super hard. Oh my god. I even using quick saves that took me maybe an hour to beat. Well, it took you an hour. It took me three days, <laughs> based on my experience. <laughs> so, I you know what? All that said, it was I thought it was a really fun game. Yeah, I it it's fun. It's got a lot mm-hmm. going for it. It's definitely got some intriguing puzzles, as we said. But just some 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 of it doesn't hold because, like again, it's an old game, so a lot of the the 
con- mm-hmm. conventions of like game design weren't quite developed and it's yeah and even know. just conventions of the series like i was talking about i was like man i miss when there was like a room before the boss yeah. where you could heal up or mm-hmm. even just like some way to get easily from the front of the dungeon to the boss room when you beat the whole thing yeah yeah, like, yeah. instead of having to go through the whole dungeon again a couple of them had a little bit of a shortcut yeah. but mm-hmm. a lot of the newer games have a way where like the uh the dungeon either loops on itself or there's like yeah, just straight cut. up a warp toward the yeah. to the boss room yeah yeah. And there's always like stuff outside so you can like reheal. I remember like one of the dungeons that I went to was super annoying because there was like a ferry along the way. But then right outside the room, there were these like, I think it was the water one because you have to swim through the water and there's those like bug things in the water. And as far as I know, there's no way to attack them because you can't attack them from the like side mm. and you can't attack them while you're swimming. Yeah, you have to use one of those silly medallions. Oh, that would be smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> silly medallions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but like without those, like with the regular items that you would just have in through the dungeon progression, then like there's no way and they just attack you and there's nothing you can do. So I'd just be like, well, I guess I'm going to have like minus two hearts when I get into minus three yep. when I go into this mm-hmm. dun- this um like boss. And that was one of the ones that was kind of annoying. I can't remember. I think that that was the I don't remember which one it was, actually. No, the water would have been the hook shot, right? That, so that would have been the, the cloud of eyes or the the. The many eyes oh, that you pull. Yeah, I think that thing. Yeah, the thing where you pull all the, the fluff off. Yeah, <laughs> which oh, that was another one that was annoying. Because like, at least for for my version, if you hook shot one of those looking up, it would come right into you. Yeah, there and so you'd have to move kind of out. Otherwise, it would attack. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if you uh, you hook shotted it from either side or downward, then that wouldn't happen. Okay, I definitely but... hook shotted them from the top, like look from the bottom looking up. And definitely mm-hmm. lost hearts, but I didn't connect that that was why. I was mm-hmm, just like, mm-hmm. they're attacking me. These ones are it's just kind of random, and like if it would damage yeah. you or not. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just employed the strategy like even, of running like... as far away as possible to keep from getting hit by the spinny attack, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of complaints, and then yet yeah, we're like, but it was fun. <laughs> I, well, but I think a lot of the complaints is well, it's, it's old. It's hard. Right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. old and hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's more just like being used to newer gameplay design and like zelda conventions Mm -hmm. but it's also like it's such a massive step forward from the previous two games it's Mm -hmm. a great Mm -hmm. it's like very Mm -hmm. a very zelda zelda game yes it had like everything Mm -hmm. that i expected Mm -hmm. yeah i literally like when i was playing it for a little while i was like no this This is a zelda Zelda game game. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like the first Legend of zelda is like okay like classic it's an NES game. There's, like, not that much going on. You're like, yeah, I see some familiar enemies, and I got my sword, and I'm running around, and it's, like, fun, and I can explore things. But this was, like, I go to the dungeon, and there's puzzles, and, like, I'm getting power-ups and, like, powering up my items or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. Side quests. Yeah. And, special items. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like every Zelda game has certain things in common. I feel like it's, like, you know, like, a world to explore, dungeons to solve with like your like puzzles and fighting and then like you know i don't know heroism to be doing (laughs) those are the three Mm -hmm. things right Mm -hmm. and like this game has all of that because you like wander around and you like find all the stuff you can find hidden stuff like you said and you can also like it has Mm -hmm. this this game introduced a spinny attack which we didn't even talk about yet right oh yeah Mm -hmm. so you can do your spinny attack and scream if you're playing the game Mm -hmm. boy advance version (laughs) 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 and like it's like, if you don't scream, have you really done a spinny attack? Yeah, you gotta be going, ha, 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 You have to, right? 
<laughs> yeah. And it but then it also had like the kind of magic y attack from like uh the first Legend of Zelda, which was cool. Mm-hmm. When you're at full when health. When you're at full health, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The like shooting light at the end of your sword attack, which is pretty mm-hmm. great. Which also had a side yeah. effect. And it's like it's so much less like obtuse, like Yeah. Like you can figure out what you need to do in this game. And they tell you mm-hmm. things. Yeah, like, like the dialogue the, tells you what to do also. The dungeons are just listed yeah, on your like map. map. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You can see. You can, there's a map <laughs> in the game. Like crazy enhancements. Mm-hmm. This was um mm-hmm. like I think maybe not a launch game, but an early game for the SNES. So a lot of people were saying or like they apparently like this like pushed a lot of the limits of like the system capability. Like, apparently Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. engineering team had to, like, reduce, like, make it more and more efficient because there was, like, more crap in it. So, like, make it run Mm -hmm. more efficiently. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of things, especially at the beginning, where I'm like, ooh, we're showing off the hardware. Like, the the spinny Triforce (laughs) in the opening and the way Mm -hmm. that it, like, pans across the map and everything. I'm like, So much animations. Mm -hmm. So many different music. Like, someone's proud. Amazing (laughs) 16-bit graphics. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, there's like the dial, like when you wake up, it's like, Link, go to the castle. Link, do this thing. Go find the pendants. Here they are. Mm-hmm. Go Now go do this thing. Go to the dark world. So there's like some obtuseness. Like mm-hmm. there's some things that you have to go and like find and whatever. But like the mm-hmm. what you need to do yeah. next. But even those, you're kind of like, oh, I have to find this thing. And like there are people who will talk about it. It's not like you have to like yes. stumble into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like. Like the specific tree on the map that you have to burn or whatever. <laughs> I was like, I got to find a way to swim. So I just Googled it. But like, I think in the actual manual it talked about the flippers. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I have actually found, I found a sign that said like, like this way Zora King sells flippers no, or whatever. Okay, or some guy was staying it or something. There was something in the game that talked about the Zora King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like has a special, has a special prize for you or something. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I bet that's how you swim. Yeah. <laughs> Zora the manfish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Back when the Zoras were still weird, scaly. The Zoras dudes. were <laughs> not main characters yet. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. like basically enemies, except you can get the mm-hmm. flippers from them also. Mm-hmm. So they're frenemies in this game. <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it? His... They're enemies, but one of them has a, a flipper business. Has a business to run. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not going to discriminate in his clientele. Yeah. If you got the money, and it's like five hundred <laughs> coins or something, wasn't it a lot? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It was five hundred. He knows what his he knows what his merchandise yeah, is. Totally. <laughs> yeah, one exciting thing about this game is you could carry like nine hundred ninety nine coins, which is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's good. Yeah, <laughs> instead of two hundred fifty, which was a pain in the mm-hmm. other in uh, Zelda One for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even have to go and upgrade your wallet like in some of the later no. ones. <laughs> yeah. Although, one thing that was interesting also is that there was, like, the fairy fountain thing where you could upgrade all your weapons, or, like, upgrade a bunch of them, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that seems familiar. <laughs> Feels like Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Where you go and, like, I mean, I think in multiple, maybe, but uh, you yeah. go and, like, take your stuff to a fairy, and you throw in, like, money or whatever, and then you can upgrade all your yeah, weapons. Yeah, there's a, that's pretty classic in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The but fountain. this is the first time, right? Like, yep. Yeah. Well, the first time they upgrade them, I think. Yeah. There's some, like regular fairy fountains in the earlier games there were fairy mm-hmm. fountains in legend of zelda and i was really well, excited but they just healed you they didn't mm-hmm. upgrade yourself. yeah and there wasn't like a great fairy yeah. it was just the fairies were there right yeah there was just big yeah. ones at the fairy fountain and then little ones if you killed things i think oh there was a big fairy at the fairy fountain yeah you zelda didn't use one? the fairy fountain i i don't remember it was too long ago <laughs> i think there was a big one I, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think mm-hmm. there were big ones 
But yeah, there was no like special one, like the one in the the wishing waterfall or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Venus, the queen of the fairies or whatever. (laughs) I did get, I started to get a little bit bored of the dungeons. I'll say like they were, Mm. I thought they were like fun in Zelda-y, but then by like the third Dark World one, I was like, this is more like moving stuff around and like more enemies and like another hard boss Mm -hmm. and I'm going to die a bunch of times. Like it definitely got, if, if we weren't trying to play through for this podcast that would be the point where i would peace out and go run around in the world and like find stuff probably (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i mean i think i think there was definitely a good amount of like variation yeah like in in, so far the dungeons had been all the same sort of skin like true uh, they were very much the differentiation was just the color palette and you know difficulty yeah, really there might be like an that extra sort of thing enemy added each time or something like that mm-hmm. but most of them are the same yeah yeah whereas here like they had they they looked different they had, different had themes like they were actually like an ice palace and a water palace and all that rather than just you know yeah the swampy one had like vines and stuff in it in the mm-hmm. dark woods or the whatever skull woods yeah yeah and there's definitely some nice mm-hmm. unique concepts based on that like there was one area where you had to cut the vines to reveal a hidden path mm-hmm. and stuff like that so you know it was it was good um Even like definitely an improvement but the palace was a setting like mm-hmm. in zelda 2 but there's like an extens- extensive sort mm-hmm. of like there's extensive activity that happens in the palace you go there like multiple times mm-hmm. so it's like a dungeon itself which is cool yeah i might have cut down a the dungeon number a little bit the seven sages though <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> maybe they, there could have been two per like dungeon we could have had like three but then like the person that i watched yeah. the playthrough i watched beat it in like four and a half hours so it must not be that hard mm. <laughs> i don't know man these games are designed to last for years like... right like yeah play them for years. i think it's like in some of the later zeldas i like a lot of the like out of dungeon stuff like mm-hmm exploring the world and like talking to people and stuff and there wasn't that much in here so it's just kind of like dungeon 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 yeah. dungeon dungeon yeah. so this was like the first time speaking of um npcs and running around the world this was the first uh Kakariko village right unless there was one in zelda 2 <coughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. wow don't get too excited <laughs> <laughs> i think so i was like hey i know that place that's where all the chickens are mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's a lot was... of music that mm-hmm. i think uh you hear a lot that mm-hmm. that came from from this game music you say great transition to talk about the next thing (laughs) (laughs) some of the ones that i noticed immediately were like zelda's lullaby or like what's called zelda's Mm -hmm. lullaby later it's like the maiden music when you rescue them and i was like hey i know that song that's a great song and the fairy fountain music Mm -hmm. aka the menu music it's usually the menu in the fairy Mm -hmm. fountain i was like this is the best and then um I think it's called the like Kakariko Village. Yeah, Kakariko Village. <laughs> and like the Hyrule field theme, like the main theme, there was like mm-hmm. some more new takes, like new like versions of it. So there's like the main the main one that you hear all the time while you're playing, unless you're screaming. And then um, <laughs> there's in the credits, there's like another sort of like altered version of that that's a little bit of a darker version, uh, which is kind of cool. But yeah, there was mm-hmm. some great yeah. Ganon's theme too makes its first appearance. <gasps> yes. So good. Just a nice ominous tune. <laughs> Sorry, I just put candy in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> An ominous tune. The music for this game was composed by uh, Koji Kondo as well, I believe. So that makes sense. Got a lot of, um... yeah, he, he composed the links to the past. So we got a lot of the same Very things. Very Zelda y sounding Zelda. Uh huh. <laughs> a lot of, um, like, 
repeats of the first one. The second one had a different composer, if you remember from last time we talked about it. So, mm-hmm. which was still good, but not, not like the Zelda Zelda <laughs> things that are that come later. I think. And then yeah, we talked. We already talked about the flute. So like another musical instrument, which Zelda seems mm-hmm. to love to do. So like that was the first Legend of Zelda had like the flute that let you open a couple of things and like you could move around, like you could warp with it, which I didn't mm-hmm. know until I was like doing research after I finished playing the game. And I was like, whoa, nice. <laughs> I should have <laughs> used that. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of like went to the different dungeons in order. Yeah, you went one. to the different dungeons that you had visited before, I think. Unless you went mm-hmm. to the one that you had to reveal, and in which case you just revealed it. Or covered it again. I think it could go up and down. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we hit the ocarina, aka the flute, in this game. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of sound effects. I also enjoyed that the near death sound effect was <laughs> more chill this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As someone who mm-hmm. spent a lot of time near death, <laughs> I didn't like <laughs> still oh, yeah. still obnoxious. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I still played this game on mute most of the time. I'm gonna throw that mm. out there. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed every time there was like a cutscene, I listened to the music, and like I would listen to the music for a little bit, but I mostly played it on on mute. But mm. I don't know. I also, you know, handhelds, you play them while you do something else, right? Like, it's not like it was mm. on my TV, like the real, like a SNES game would have been. Mm. Yeah, I played it on mute when I played it at work. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, I had to sound up a little bit because, you know, Zelda, Zelda. music. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good. Uh, most of the time, mm. also with my hanging out with my husband. So I don't want to subject him mm. constantly to Zelda music when he's not playing. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. Soon he won't, it won't matter because he'll have to take over the TV for Ocarina yeah. of Time, which I'm planning mm-hmm. to play on N64, which is going to be fun to figure out nice. how to hook up. Oh, actually, I guess these have components, so it's <laughs> fine. It's not like the NES where you really have to like figure out how to hook it up to a modern no, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of modern TVs don't even have component anymore. They only have HDMI. Yeah, this TV is from our TV is from mm-hmm. like a, a good amount of time ago, so it still has a component input so we'll be good yeah. but yeah you can just get it yeah i just got a new one um like early this year so i got a uh had to buy a little <laughs> HDMI uh, component like hdmi to to <laughs> to component adapter to yeah. be able to play my n64 and stuff yeah yeah technology how can we play all these old games without the component <laughs> adapter i'm really excited for when i have to set up the wii and i gotta figure out how to put this the bar on the top of the tv <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> actually maybe i can put it on the well water. you don't huh because you could get. You can set oh, I don't need TV. it for. Oh no, I need it for Twilight Princess. Sorry, you don't want. Well, there's a remaster for Twilight Princess, isn't there? Yeah, I just don't have it. I don't think. Ah. Uh, was it? Wait, wait, wait. Was there one for Switch? You don't have the Wii version. Or Wii U? No, I think it was Wii U. Yeah, I don't. I have the, Wii, the Wii version Wii. of. It came with the. It came with the uh, Link and the Wolf Link and Midna. Wait Amiibo. a minute. Oh, I do have that. I could play it on the Wii U, but it's reversed, which really threw <laughs> me off. Isn't it flipped? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Map is I think they flipped it back because um, I yeah, think they, they flipped it they for North America. F- it came out on the GameCube. They flipped it oh, for the Wii. Wii U because they figured most people were going to be right-handed, mm. and it would be weird to who cares? swing your right hand. And have, <laughs> is that like, is that for Japan as well? Or that was is their it... thought process. Uh, I think it's in the Japan one too. You're probably okay. right. I don't know. I just know that it was flipped yeah. and it freaked me out. And then they out. switched it back for the Wii U. So because even the level because I didn't finish Twilight Princess, I played some of it, and even the levels I had played were like I don't. I'm supposed to run to the left to go to the sacred woods, not to the right, and it was really confusing. That's why I was planning to play it on Wii. Yeah, maybe it's mm. mm-hmm. it's been so long since I played the Wii version that I think you it would think that. Yeah. Point, but... but why don't you find oh. out? <laughs> yeah, 
Are you, I think I like. I think I remember when I first played the the enhanced version. I like had a couple moments where I'm like, "Isn't that shouldn't over? be over there?" No, it's over here. So, there, like, but it didn't like screw me up. It was just like moments of like sort of weird deja vu. It would eventually get to the point where I think that you I know, wouldn't like. I thought it was over. Yeah, here. I wouldn't have been in that world before, and maybe it would be okay. But yeah, right at the opening, I was like, "But I need to go over here to Link's house, and I need to go here to go to the where the the cow things are, or whatever." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe I'll play it on the Wii. Yeah, I think Nintendo overthought it on like switching it, flipping it for the Wii. But mm-hmm. I can understand their thought process when that had never really been a thing before. Yeah. yeah. The original version was the GameCube, which had left-handed Link, and then when they decided to release it on the Wii, also they flipped the whole thing so that people would be using the same hand as Link. Most people. Yeah. Since most people are right-handed, and then I think they switched it back for the Wii. Skyward Sword <laughs> but- is on the left, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's when they realized it didn't matter. Because I remember but... <laughs> holding this, the Skyward Sword with my left hand, I think. I don't know. I think that one... Uh, did they just figure out that, that they can you could choose? They asked, do you want to be right or left-handed? I don't know. Well, anyway, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> I think they ask you, but I don't think it affects like which hand Link is no. holding the sword in. But maybe I just mm. hold it with my left hand. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, whatever. We'll, again, we'll find that out later. <laughs> Give that a couple, <laughs> like half a year, and then we'll be playing those. <laughs> That'll be fun. Anyway, music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we had some classic fun music from this game that was partially like taken from the first Legend of Zelda and then like riffed on and added to. And obviously the uh, Super Nintendo supported 16-bit like memory. So the graphics and the music are enhanced. And the, the music mm-hmm. actually sounds really good. Apparently some people, Kayla, complained that... The music didn't sound that great coming out of the Game Boy speakers, but mm-hmm. I didn't really notice. I don't know. Maybe it would sound better coming out of a TV in your face. Mm. But yeah, I'm sure there. I'm sure it was slightly less lower quality, but I didn't really notice. I didn't notice it being mm-hmm. like particularly bad or anything like that. But I'm sure the people who reviewed that initially had played the mm-hmm. SNES version because the, these yeah. are comments from like when it first came out in 2003. Yeah. So. Although I played it on my DS, so I don't know if the like. If it was a pure speaker problem or a game port like, problem, data limit problem. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I played it on an actual Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. That was only slightly modified, but not the speaker. <laughs> the speaker wasn't modified. <laughs> it was whatever it came with, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a Game Boy music. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. but like um, I did listen to them. Like there's a, I found like a good video on YouTube that has them on like high definition. They sound really nice. They're really great. Much mm-hmm. more like texture mm-hmm. and depth in the music because there's more data available, yeah. right? So it's very nice. Mm. And in terms of like the visuals, of course, the all the like sprites and stuff were enhanced because it, there were 16 bit graphics. So there was like more color and more animations in the sprites um, and more depth. And there was the light and dark world. So I think we saw in, or we had talked about how like in the original Legend of Zelda, there's like the two maps, like all the dungeons like fit together in one map and there's like the overworld Mm -hmm. map. So I feel like in this case, there's like, there's the overworld and then the dark world and they're, um, they're like different like skins over basically the same thing. So sometimes you would go Mm -hmm. to a place in the dark world and like all the, all the grass was like flower things and like, um, all the, the the graphics were different and it was pretty cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think this mm-hmm. game also, like you said, Kayla, made use of like more intense like animation like mm-hmm. and 
and like cutscenes for certain things using like the game graphics. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, well, like cutscenes and then at the whole end credits with <laughs> the extended cutscene, which was kind of yeah. funny. There were some very interesting enhancements to the visuals because of the capability of the console. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about Link's red shirt or blue shirt. Oh yeah, I forgot about that as an item, but it changes Link's um, mm-hmm. sprite also, like in Legend of Zelda One. I thought that was cute. Something yeah. else I didn't mention, which was really nifty that I found out. So you know, like the previous games, you don't do anything, and uh, your shields block or deflect mm. things. Um, if you held B to do this, charge your spin attack. Link holds his shield to the side, so if to your, I guess, right side an enemy was attacking you, you could block it with that shield. Ooh. I hmm. know. Let's see. Very neat little <laughs> detail yeah, that attacking, like you get hit by their shit, yeah. <laughs> which is annoying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I did notice that if you just hold that charge button, like if anything runs into you from mm-hmm. the front, it'll take damage because your sword is sticking straight that, out. Yes, yep. and it's like charging. Mm-hmm. You can also mm-hmm. like use mm-hmm. that and run forward through things, and it'll just like cut through plants and stuff too, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool mm-hmm. and convenient mm-hmm. sometimes. Yep. The person that I watched in the playthrough um, was like constantly running, like the um, the like with the Pegasus boots running, like oh, charging yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was just I think it was for speed, but also like mm-hmm. on the Game Boy version, that button is like the R button. But I think on the original controls, it was, like, the B button. So it kind of makes more sense. Like, you would be right there. Like, you'd be doing it all the time as opposed to, like, trying to reach mm-hmm. around or, like, reaching up for the R button that I found. So I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I definitely didn't call do that. B to run in Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> but first, you have to get running shoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get rollerblades and run into everything and never use them. God, I hate those <laughs> freaking rollerblades. It was just as bad as the Pegasus boots because, like, if you run with the Pegasus boots, you'll just run till the end of the screen if you don't hit anything. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's similar. Well, those are terrible because it's mapped to the freaking control stick and you have to use oh, the D-pad, yeah. which you have to stretch your thumb in a weird way to use <laughs> to not use the rollerblades. God, mm-hmm. I hated that. Pokemon That's why I that? never replayed those games. X and Y. <laughs> Good times. I've replayed like every Pokemon game multiple times except for that one because I, every time oh. I think about doing it, I'm no. like, no, fuck the rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Strong feelings about Pokemon always. <laughs> Swearing feelings about Pokemon always. I've had strong feelings about Pokemon since I was like eight. <laughs> um, anyway, that is my my take on the visuals and music this time. I didn't have a lot to say except mm-hmm. that I liked them and I enjoyed the. Yes. I liked the light and dark world especially. I thought that concept was like cool. It was executed mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. interestingly visually. I thought. Yeah. And I was like, when you go to first go to the dark world, you're like, oh my god, it's like everything's the same, but it's like inverse. It's so cool. I don't know. I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a neat moment when you first warp to the dark you're like, world. I'm a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Why am I a rabbit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I already knew that happened, but still kind of like, whoa. Whoa, look at me. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine that like blowing your little child mind if you were playing that for the first for sure. time. Mm-hmm. Plus then it's like, I thought it was just going to be, or like, I didn't at first realize that it was like literally like the whole map. Like, I thought it was just going to be, like, that one area, um, mm. and you, like, you do your bunny thing or whatever, and you finish the, like, the um, the dungeon, and then you, like, don't necessarily have to do that again. And I was, at first, I was like, that's kind of weird that they had this, like, thing just for that. But no, no, no. Like, the whole map has a Dark World version. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's nice. I really enjoyed hearing, like, a lot of, like, now classic tunes mm-hmm. in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like there are a couple ones that you hear in from the first game and stuff, but basically like just kind of like the main theme and stuff. Yeah. 
stuff like Zelda's Lullaby and Kakariko Village and Ganon's theme. I think that um, that show up in some form or another in most of the later games. The thing about mm-hmm. the first game is like there wasn't that much music. There was basically like the there was the overworld music, which is the main theme. There was like dungeon music, um, and then there was like f- I think final fight music or something. Like there just wasn't that much background music. Yeah. Um, in general, so like now we've expanded mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. like yeah the classic. Some of the I think games. Zelda 2 was the same, right? Palace, uh, Overworld, and maybe Village uh, music? I check, because I made a mm-hmm. note, but there weren't that many. There um, was maybe like five yeah. or six maximum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because Zelda's like such a musical series. Like, yeah. Like, the music, it's like its background music is like inf- like famous, not infamous, um, mm. <laughs> uh, famous as in like video game music, um, but also like music is always like an important part of the story mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Like almost every game, yeah. So it's nice to see that music starting to like really mm-hmm. take shape. So, w- one of my favorite songs from this is the Dark World Over theme. Mm, the do do do. Yeah, it's really nice. That one. Yeah. Uh, mm. No. But I, do they? Do 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 do. Oh, that one. Yeah. Do they? Does that ever come back? I don't know if they ever use that song again. It's very similar to like. I don't know. Um, I think it's it's sort of a like Hyrule Field theme, but like altered, yeah. similar, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I yeah. don't know how to describe it. It sounds it sounds like a lot of Zelda music. Let me see if I can actually find this song. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite Zelda songs. It does sound kind and... of like later Hyrule Field. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely sort of a um, probably like a transformation or something of that theme, but there's. Oh, I wonder if they do they use it in um, Four Swords. It sounds like they might, because um, it's on the same yeah. cartridge for the. I mean, it would be on the same cartridge mm-hmm. for the Game Boy Advance. So what I listed in Zelda Two was there's the Overworld, the Village. Um, there's like battle music, and then there's palace music, boss fight music, and then there's like great palace music and credits. So there's like whatever one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then in Legend of Zelda, there was main theme, dungeon theme, death mountain, and then like the save screen, like death screen music. Mm. And that's only four. Those are the only ones that I noticed. But yeah, there was way more in this. Just because the game has like way more stories. It has way more like. Yeah. Things that need to be ideas that need to be supported with music, like releasing the maidens Mm -hmm. and like going into the dark world. Like the dark world like has its own atmosphere and the dungeons right yeah. so it's very interesting i always like the fairy fountain music that's one of my favorite zelda yeah musics. i don't know there the, i remember like oh god maybe about 10 years ago now but like at some point i listened to that song and like like closely and i was like holy shit this song is way better than i even like <laughs> took it because like i think i i only cool. hear eat because like it has like a i don't know maybe like a melody and like a bass I, yeah. I don't know music that well. But like <laughs> it's got two different like sounds mm-hmm. going at the same uh-huh. time. And I think I always only ever focus oh, at like one at a time. Yeah. And then I like for some reason notice that they're both going it like differently. And I'm like, oh my God. I don't know. Some something about it just like awoken in me <laughs> and I appreciated it even more. It's costumes awakening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. There it there's it has a a melody that is really easy to pick out, and then it has like a harmony where you're like, "Oh, look at you!" Mm, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. Bass, yeah, harmony. 
So our final thoughts? Well, so we skipped um, speedruns. <gasps> oh, sorry. Yeah. Tell us about so, speedruns. <laughs> you seamlessly oh. transitioned too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Too he, seamless, too he seamless. started it by talking about music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all his fault. <laughs> I blame um, you. <laughs> so, f- this... <laughs> too seamless. Put the seams back. <laughs> we need more seams. <laughs> so, speedruns. Um, yeah, speedruns. Finally, all oh, beautiful speedruns. The shit I live for. I mean, I, I watched the person play it in like less than five hours and that felt like a speedrun so <laughs> yeah so so far speedruns had been like uh, in the previous zelda games like one or two tricks mm-hmm. that were utilized to really like speed things up like the screen scrolling and things like mm-hmm. that um finally the games are complicated mm-hmm. like there's a lot in them and they had to force the code to be smaller to fit on the cartridge mm-hmm. so there's a lot of <laughs> shit that happens that's not More supposed glitches. to happen <laughs> Yeah, more um, things means more glitches, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more yes. shortcuts. Okay. Because like later in uh, later games, they don't care about space. They have way too much space anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they don't have to really take all these shortcuts. But like things like you, again, there's two maps. There's the overworld map and then there's the dungeon mm-hmm. map. And so it tells you which map you're like, which of those two you're in. And uh, maybe the dark world one too. And then... Yeah which entrance you're in or something like that right and so whatever entrance you came in it thinks you're in that dungeon Mm -hmm. but once you start going like glitching through the walls and going into another dungeon that you're not that you didn't enter Mm -hmm. from it still thing it still keeps your key count and your um master key settings oh so oh one of the things is like get a big key and then go to another dungeon yeah, oh. and so even better is the very first place that you go to. Um, I think it's the cave from uh, the, like Hyrule Castle to the Sanctuary. Yeah. I, uh, it might be a different one. I don't remember, but um, that cave has zero keys, so it just like you don't need keys, so it doesn't really keep track. So if you enter from there, you don't even need a key to open the 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 um, the chests and other what? dungeons. So, um, so like with stuff like that, it it gets very interesting. And then, how wait? How do you glitch through the wall? Do they don't do the side scroller thing, do they? No. Okay. So, because this game is two directional, what you do is you and it's it takes time, but you press, you alternate between uh, down and left or right when you're at a corner, and you move one frame at a time. And Link kind of gets into this place where he's like, I don't know where to be. And all of a sudden, he'll like teleport like four blocks in a different direction. And so you'll just be in the wall now. And when you do that, you're in a mode that they call like exploration mode, Mm -hmm. where like uh, things are just a little different. Like, so um, if you transition to a different dungeon, it'll have a cave background still. If you came in through the cave, for example. So it would still have, like, the walls would still look like the cave, but it would have, I think, the right... The layout. The layout, and I think maybe even the right colors, but it would be cave walls rather than, like, the oh. metal wall or whatever. Yeah. One of the things you do is if you do that uh, that clip through the walls in certain places in Death Mountain, for some reason, when you scroll downward, it keeps you on the same screen, but it 
on the map, it says that you're somewhere else. Hmm. I, I didn't fully understand it, but like you could use that to like cheat your position and then use the mirror, I think, to turn into the light world and you're now someplace you shouldn't be. Hmm. Oh, so to move one frame at a time to do that clip, you can use the sword. Actually, so the speedrun I watched was a swordless run, so they just never picked up the hmm. sword. So when you swing without the sword, I think he still does the motion. There's no sword there. And some way, I, I couldn't figure it out. I tried a couple times and it, it didn't work for me. But you could, that helps you make sure that you do only one frame at a time. Mm. There were a couple other ways using other items and things like the start menu was when you don't have the sword uh, or when you shouldn't even have the sword at some point. Because at some point, like the game's like, you should have a sword by now, so we'll let you swing. Mm. So they had to use a start menu, which not great, but... So another thing that was very interesting is if you transition from one screen to another the same time you use an item, it thinks that you used the next item number code up. Oh. So one of the cool things is for a green potion, you do that, the next item is the flute. So if you do that in a dungeon, the, the, the duck, duck comes? comes and picks you what? up. Yeah. <laughs> and then... If you go to one of the, the warp points, for some reason, like it's glitched up, it thinks you're still in a dungeon, but you've warped, you can, there's like a log that has a blue ruby, and you just keep running into it to get max rubies. <gasps> it was interesting, though, because as he kept doing that, the screen kept scrolling up like he was walking. So eventually he was off screen just collecting rubies, Whoa. and then I, because he plays that game so much, he knew what to do afterwards, but... So if you make a mirror warp point, right? So you're in the dark world, you make a, a mirror warp point, and then you save and quit, your your transition back into the dark world is gone. But if you die and have to respawn, that spot is still there. Hmm. So like you respawn yeah. at the pyramid. Yes? Mm -hmm. You respawn in the dark yes. world? No, because you would be no? in the light world. So you'd respawn at Link's house. Oh, but then because, your thing comes the, back, like your mirror. Your thing warp comes point back. is there, yeah. Because yeah. because if you once you leave the the light world to to the dark world in any way, I'm pretty sure that that disappears. Yes. Your warp point. Yeah. So um, yeah. So you'd have to be um another interesting thing that the person did, I think, just for fun, um, because this was um, what was it, the um, awesome games done quickly, like their fundraiser. Oh. So one of the things he did, he he died. And used a fairy. No, he died the same frame that he was leaving the water. And the fairy brought him back. So the game thought that he was still in the water. So he was swimming on land. <laughs> so he had to like swim up the ladder oh, and that's like funny. things like that. Yeah. So that was a neat little trick. <laughs> it's funny and also annoying because I found swimming very annoying in this game. <laughs> yes. So uh, a thing that can only be done in the very first version of the Japanese release is an item dash. So if you press the dash button and the item button at the same time, instead of holding your sword out, he'll hold a different item out. Um, which I did not write why that was relevant, <laughs> but there was one time he he did it with a hook shot. Um, I mean, you could you could attack things or like use a bomb or something, right? Like <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember what the the utility of it was in a speedrun context, but it's still an interesting thing mm -hmm. to do. If you use the the Pegasus boots and made sure that every other frame you well, I don't remember if you have to press the hover boots or the, the, the Pegasus boots for one frame or let go for one frame only. But if you do it enough, you can walk over P 
pitfalls. Oh. But it's one fair, so it's really, really difficult. So I think the guy tried like two or three times and then gave up because, you know. Yeah, because life, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Another trick that I saw was the bomb. If you get hit by a bomb, you get sent back a decent mm-hmm. amount. I think I think how much you get sent ba- back depends on how close you were to the bomb, too. Because mm. um, there were a few times where I did that and I don't think I went very far. But if you do it right, you can jump over pits. Oh. So there are some things where, like, you're... You want to, um, I, th- I think the same place where he was doing that, the Pegasus Boots run, he ended up placing a bomb and just hopping over anyway. Mm. Um, something that you can do, especially with a cane to place a block, is if you move little by little with an item over your head, um, and then you put it down, and you transition basically with the block in your hand or something like that, the screen will move, or the, you'll stay on the same screen, but it'll think you're in the next room. Mm. So then you open up a chest in the previous room, and it's like, oh, well, since you're in this room, we'll give you this item. Oh, so like you can get an item from another room. Yeah, and I think there's something you can do that's like the exact opposite, where you're in the, you go to the next room, but it thinks you're in the previous mm-hmm. room. So you can like get items without going into rooms, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that does is that causes random shit to appear when you do that. <laughs> so sometimes you can't even really see the screen. Because just like text came comes really? up, wow. this time a copy of any text that he saw was like duplicated above <laughs> it. So if it said you know you got this, it would above it say you got this. Um, and then I think there was like some Japanese writing somewhere else that was like kind of in the way, but it, they don't know what it is. It just something will come up and sh- and block the screen. Hmm. We don't know what. Magic. So I mean it was. Very fascinating, very interesting. A lot of different things that you can do, a lot of fun things. Those are the kind of speedruns I really enjoy watching because there's a lot that to A, that they can explain and go over, and it's also just a lot of fun mm-hmm. stuff. So the fastest speedrun is for no major glitches, an hour and 23 minutes. Okay. With restricted major glitches, 25 minutes and 15 seconds. So that is by Arier, the first one with one hour and 23 minutes. Exactly. Zero seconds. And the next person is nine seconds behind, followed by someone who is one hour, 23 minutes and 35 seconds. So for just the fastest run at all, 12, 12 minutes flat. Wow. And second place is 13 minutes and one second. So that is... So the lead person has a full minute lead. Is what a I'm full hearing. minute. Yeah. yeah. As um, opposed to... Six seconds or like thirty seconds in the yeah um, no glitches yeah oh I see it's a new record so the the previous record was two years ago this twelve minute one is three months ago Ooh. so I wonder if they figured something a new something um a new a new strat yeah interesting oh and that is by Hotorubi Ta okay mm. some a Japanese <laughs> okay. player so <laughs> cool Hotorubi yeah I think that covers my speedrun <laughs> corner speedrun corner <laughs> yeah. You mean like glitch corner where you literally glitch through the corners, like in this <laughs> yep, game? Yep, exactly. <laughs> it yep. is interesting. Yeah, so we just did a sequence break when we talked about music and visuals yeah, yeah, first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We had we had to glitch through the the it episode, right? We had to we had to enter that section first, just yeah, so that we know. could go back to this one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> These are the jokes that we're bringing today. <laughs> 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 yeah. so now conclusions final dungeon 
yes. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think if it was something that I had a lot more time to play at my own pace, because like I, I kind of had to rush it for this, and like we only had three weeks, and I procrastinated a little bit. I was yeah, you busy, were like, oh, so. I haven't started yet. I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I did. Um, I mean, <laughs> you still got farther than I did, but yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I think being able to take my time, play at my own pace, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But having to try and like, because like I, I think there was a point where I played for like three hours straight, and I was just like, Ugh, it actually gets tiring after a few hours. Good. Like I had yeah. to break it up every few hours. Mm-hmm. I think like yeah, I think later games aren't going to be as bad. Like I can play Zelda, I can play Breath of the Wild for hours. So I kind of yes. feel like yeah. Mm-hmm. that will change at some I, uh, point yeah that's kind yeah. of what I was talking about with the like dungeon dungeon yeah. dungeon you're kind of like thing. well mm-hmm. i can s- I'm like yes i beat a dungeon and progress and i have and to like, go to the other no, i have to just go back in another mm-hmm. dungeon yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. i do think i like i i feel like if you read people's comments about when they played this as children and they're like yeah i spent my whole summer playing this game i've played it so many times i played it for hours and hours i think like they were not designed to be completed within three weeks. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, and I mean, so yeah, so what we should have done is prepare for this podcast for like 10 years instead of doing it in, <laughs> like month yeah. by month, basically. Yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. By the way, we have three weeks for the next game, so brace yourself. Um, <laughs> well, I've, I've technically already played <laughs> it. I think so. it's shorter. I think like yeah. Awakening is yeah. shorter. Because th- it's a handheld game. It is. Yes. Like, it originated on the original game I read something interesting, which is that they started... So when they were working Mm -hmm. on this game for SNES, the team that was working on it got, like, Game Boy development kits because they were like, oh, maybe we can release this for Game Boy. So they were, like, playing around with it and, like, experimenting with Mm -hmm. the Game Boy. And basically they developed, like, the premise for Link's Awakening. So they basically, like, Mm, started on the next game instead of... And they released this one for SNES. So I was reading this interesting article, and it was about this... It was about... um this game and then it started to transition to all these like things that they started for the next game and i was like wait a minute how did i but i was just reading about <laughs> about link to the past so, like <laughs> i think it will be a little bit shorter but it's still a tight timeline thus i expanded all our timelines for all the later games so everybody be rejoice mm-hmm. in knowing that you have an extra week or something for all of them <laughs> yeah i think we'll also just personally have less trouble going forward because these are like all going to be games we've played before you yeah. also have well, yes uh, yeah um so it's like you kind of know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think I still think Ocarina of Time and I mean not starting with Link's Awakening. I mean starting. Yeah, with, I think yeah, the like, N sixty four ones. I played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask before, but only like a little bit. So I probably still need some. But I think they're going to be more similar to something like Wind Waker than they will be to Yeah, Legend yeah. of Zelda. I mean, I think I mm-hmm. think, uh, but it's like Wind Waker. I can go through like at least the first half of the I'm game. I'm sure like, I know exactly in my what sleep to almost do like for the first couple. <laughs> yeah. but I don't remember Oracle. Oh yeah, that well. So that one may be mm-hmm. a little bit more similar to the ones that you know, because it's it's it is. Same. You said that it was the same year as Wind Waker, right? Mm, no, um, no. This game came out for Game Boy Advance the same year as Wind Waker. Ah, uh, okay. Is um, I mean, it's around so, then. It was two thousand one, ninety nine. Yeah. yeah so it's it's still you know um, mm-hmm. it, it I don't I don't know what to expect. I also remember loving that game, but um. I don't know how it's going to hold up and how well it's going to be for a game that we're trying to sort of I mean, those games were for Game Boy Color. So Mm -hmm. they're not Mm going to be super complicated. There's no way that they can be. 
Yeah, but I mean, neither neither was Link to the Past. Yeah, um, and yet. <laughs> but it just, yeah, it was it just, it's challenging. And honestly, I think part of it is that there isn't enough to it to make it something that you want, that you can, like, play for a long period yeah, of time. because it's compelling after, after, like, five dungeons that were, like, yes, they were different and they had different enemies and different puzzles, but, like, they were kind of essentially the same mechanics. Like, it it's, like, mm-hmm. still kind of the same stuff. It's, like okay, the dungeon has a different layout and has a different theme, but it's still like, okay, like, this room has a puzzle. Uh, I need to raise and lower this thing. I need to, like, go up and down on the map. I need to, like, yeah. fight these annoying enemies. I need to, like... Push the block, yeah. find the keys, kill yeah. the dudes. Yeah, it was all yeah. kind of similar. <laughs> like, I definitely think if I had more time and more time in between, it would have been more fun. But yeah, it became sort mm-hmm. of repetitive and not mm-hmm. not yeah. exciting to play for more than two to three hours at a time, basically. Yeah. Not dying for more than yeah. two to three hours at a time in my yeah. case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really impressed by the people, like like mm-hmm. the the playthrough people and like the speedrun people who like never die. It's like they played it so much that they mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. they never die. <laughs> like wow, it's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, some some of the 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 people who know how to like beat a boss by like. All right, I'm going to attack this three times, move here, then come back, attack these three times, move over here, throw a bomb over yeah. here, and then, you know, like, they just know how... Um, it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. I can't nope. do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have the patience to learn. <laughs> Actually, that's not true, because I think with, with Ocarina of Time, I've learned a decent amount of nifty little tricks. Yeah. Um, so... Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't wait to talk about that. Ocarina of Time is going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's like the next mm-hmm. game. So we're playing next, next game. Cause we're going to play Link's yeah. Awakening and then next is Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. The transition to 3d. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the polygons. Yeah. So many mm-hmm. polygons. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cause I grew up on the N64. It's like, you know, people are like, Oh, the graphics and make fun of them. But I'm like, it looks fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, like it was advanced at the time. Yeah. Plus like, <laughs> I mean, like, because it had 64-bit graphics, then it's, like, and 64-bit, like, memory, it has, like, more intense music, a longer story, like, more spaces, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it has, there's more space in, in the game for things to happen, which is cool. We were, I think this was before we were recording, we were talking about the 3DS, mm-hmm. but we were talking about how the 3DS had, like, all these, like, kind of gimmicks, like the 3D and the mm-hmm. augmented reality, but, like... The N64 also had, like, it was, like, really, you know, impressive technology at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So they're all, like, kind of funny in retrospect, but, like, yeah. at the time, they were, like, red. Although <laughs> these, the, the, I feel like the SNES graphics aged well mm-hmm. for this game. Like, they're cute. It's really yeah. cute. Like, the vibe in the yeah. world is really fun and cute, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, like, the vibe people still go for when they make, like, indie, like, pixel-based true. games, mm-hmm. so... It's like the SNES true. era. <laughs> that is yeah. very true. Because it's charming. Mm-hmm. There's like just mm-hmm. enough detail that it's like, um, like I feel like with the with the NES, there's a lot of like interpretation mm-hmm. of like what you're seeing, yeah. right? Where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can see that the Lionel's like a half, like kind of a centaur, or like there's like an Octorox mm-hmm. kind of like an octopus on the ground, and it's like spiky. And, like, I see that I'm mm-hmm. a little dude with little short shorts holding a sword. <laughs> and there's, like, an old man that has, like, you know, like, an old woman with longer hair. And there's, like, an old man. But, like, everybody, everything else is kind of, like, flat. There's a lot of, like, repeated texture. But, like, with the 
you know, like we had like the details in the cuckoos, the cuckoos and like mm-hmm. this flying duck. You can tell the duck is different than the chickens, right? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like there's not just mm-hmm. like generic bird or like mm-hmm. generic. There's like multiple, mm-hmm. there's like two types of, whatever, three types of skeleton enemies and they all look slightly different mm-hmm. or whatever. Or like, you know, yeah. Anyway, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Link's Awakening is going to be fun. I don't know anything about it, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And then Ocarina. I'm really excited for Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very good game. Big step forward. Mm-hmm. Still not my favorite, yes. but <laughs> but I can see why it's yeah. other people's favorites. Like, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if they like played it on the SNES mm-hmm. when it came out. Like compared to all the other games that back then, like also, yeah, like this is not like it's not pure nostalgia speaking when people are saying that no. this is a good game. And, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can see like But but I think it definitely it benefits could, from nostalgia. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But definitely like if you were a kid and you got a like SNES and you were playing this game, this would be like mind blowing compared to the NES, I think. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much mm-hmm. you can explore and there's so much you could do. So many dungeons to explore. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's all the like yeah. little hidden things and like the map is like bigger and more interactive. Like there's different things you can do and places you can go. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like not yeah. as um i feel like this is like an interesting transition like i wonder how like guided the next game like links awakening is going to be because in this game you actually get like a map in the game and you get like guidance in the game of where to go like they're starting to sort of like shape the more like modern console games mm-hmm. i think yeah. yeah like this is like the beginning of that as opposed to being like you're dumped in a world like in legend of zelda yeah, yeah, like yeah. In the original. oh my god <laughs> it's like you get a map and you get nothing else <laughs> so i don't remember if i mentioned this in the first one um i entered a dungeon i'm like oh, all right great and i was like going through it i was stuck and I'm like i i don't understand what's happening this is really hard i can't figure it out and then I looked at a guy and I'm like, oh, I'm like three dungeons ahead. <laughs> I didn't realize, like, I didn't realize the little number said that this is palace number, like six. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I remember wandering into a random dungeon in Legend of Zelda also, just like before I started trying to use a map or a guide or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm in a dungeon, so in- but it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. An interesting thing about A Link to the Past is you don't actually have to do them in the order that they're you presented. Um, there are some that you can do out of order. I did not <laughs> look up which ones those were or were the details about it, but I do remember someone somewhere saying that, you know, you can you can skip certain dungeons and things like that. I think you eventually would have to get all the maidens. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think you necessarily have to do them in order, but I was like, but I need the tools. Mm-hmm. I have to yeah, they the kind of play me. that up in, um, <laughs> like, Between Worlds, which is... Interesting. Sort of. Between Worlds, yeah, 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 yeah. halfway between a remake oh, and a I sequel about to that. this game. Yeah. But yeah, they really play up the whole like doing dungeons in different orders thing in that game. So yeah. people mm-hmm. will describe it as like a spiritual successor. And mm-hmm. I think they yeah. wanted the team wanted this to be like more open world, but there's just like there's limitations on like how you can yeah, yeah. program this yeah. Kind, a game for the SNES. Like I yeah. think they were like, I want it to be like you can explore and do all this stuff. So there is a lot of that, but like you. There's still like some aspects of things that have to be done in, in a certain order. So, mm-hmm. but I think the game does a good job of guiding you those things too, which I think is yeah. kind of like an advancement toward like modern games, at least Zelda games, where mm-hmm. you're like given yeah. direction mm-hmm. basically on what to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was never like, what the fuck do I do? There were some points where I'm like, I know what I have to do, but I'm not quite sure how. Or yeah, it was about like how I could have figured like... something out if I fiddled around or I looked it up because I didn't have the time. But like, there was never mm-hmm. a point where I'm just like, I have no fucking idea. Like, <laughs> there was there was one instance where like it's when Sarhasla dies. Mm-hmm. And he's as he's dying, he's like, "Oh, this is what you need to go do. Go do this." Oh, I think he said, "Like, go to the go to the the castle." And then, like, I went and I was like, I'm, "Hold on a minute." He did say that, right? <laughs> I t- I didn't misread that, and like, I'm supposed to go somewhere else. He's dead. I can't ask him again. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and it was just I was. Uh, then I figured out. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You can like go There's up tower to like a tower. higher room. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so eventually I figured it out, and I was like, oh, I did go in but... and to the castle, and I was like, nobody's in here. Like, Imagine I went to going the... back to like poke his body and be like, "Excuse me, sir. Can... Excuse me. <laughs> I have questions. Do you say I that mean, again? He can... <laughs> he can communicate with you telepathically. Why can't he communicate you from yeah, the dead? Right. Like, whatever. Yeah. Well, I think that's a does, different guy that dies. I think that's a different. Like... Yeah. Than the guy oh, who it's a different talks him. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like there's Sasa whatever, and uh, then there's like the unnamed sage that helps you with Zelda at the beginning. Oh, yes, yes. I, I sh- <laughs> salsa. Oh, you might be right. <laughs> Do oh. you call him salsa? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sahasrala or something. But <laughs> I think it's. I think you're yeah. right. There's uh, multiple H's and R's and S's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever use the fortune teller? Yeah. I did. I did use the fortune teller a couple times as well. Like, I have a feeling that you're going to go oh, yeah, to this that, dungeon. But, yeah. And you're like, okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, a few times he's like, I have a feeling you're going to pick up this piece of yeah. heart. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'll go do that and see what he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I didn't even bother. Like, if you talk to him multiple times, does he give you something different? No, I think he heals you every time, mm-hmm. though. So you pay him. Oh. He tells you something about what you're supposed to do. And then... I just did it once to see if it's what I thought it would be, which is like yeah. a hint system. Um, yeah. And it actually worked yeah. out because I like talked to him and it was like, I see you going in the desert or whatever. And then like I went and like finished doing something and then I was like, ah, I guess I should go to the desert one next. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I used him, I think, during the beginning to also to see like, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is like, he's going to tell me what to do. Um, yeah. But then I tried to use him, I think, for like when I was trying to get into the the dark woods uh, dungeon or whatever. Like I tried to use it again later, and it wasn't as helpful. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But yeah. I think he's supposed to heal you too because you pay. Well, so well, yeah. Um, the reason that is because you're just supposed to walk over a pitfall. <laughs> that's what. That's why he wasn't helpful. Is he doesn't tell you that. <laughs> oh. He's because, like, have you tried not because dying? Because of your <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. Because of your message, I was like, well, I better transition to doing research now because there's no way. If Cosm struggled with this dungeon, there's no way I can do it in like three days yeah. or two days. <laughs> um, oh, so I was looking through my notes and there's one more thing that I wanted to add that will lighten your day, maybe. <laughs> okay. So um, in the game, there's a lot of little mini games, things that mm-hmm. you can do to um, like earn some extra rubies or something like that. Uh, one of them is a gambling game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but he's like, uh, you know, he tells you the rules or whatever, and it's like, do you want to play? And your options are play or escape. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was just I'm pretty sure. Hilarious. Oh, it was. The, I turned down the arrow shooting game, the yeah. shooting gallery game, because I just was lazy and I didn't mm. want to do it. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like run away from your pen, impending gambling addiction. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. I um I safe scummed that that mini game to see what happens if you get a perfect uh-huh. score, and it's just rubies. Uh, yeah, I mean that's not shocking. Yeah. So well, you know, sometimes you get a perfect score and they give you a heart. True, piece, that could have you know? been. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I I utilized the gambling game like a lot in Legend of Zelda, like in the first one, because you can only have two hundred fifty mm. rupees at a time, and I remember yeah. that I needed it for something, so I would just go there and then I would quick save before going in, and then if I picked the wrong one, I would just reload the quick save and pick the right one because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> but it was yeah. helpful because like. At least in this game, you can carry, like, way more. Like, I never I never yeah. felt like I ran out of money because, like, I would get so much because I died all the time, but you save all your money. So, like, then mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I can go buy new potions or, like, I can go yeah, buy so 500 rupees and not rupees. enough heart drops. <laughs> there were. Yeah. Or not enough fairies. Yeah. Oh, be like, yeah. I'm going to pick up this yeah. pot. Damn it, it's more rupees. <laughs> yeah. Or arrows. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you can, uh, if you have the arrow and bomb enhancements, like, yeah, it's useful, but, like, I didn't. And so I'd be like, I don't need more arrows right now. Like, I just need hearts. I'm trying to go to yep. this boss. Yeah, I didn't, uh, you know, arrows wind up being pretty powerful in later games, but they were just kind of there. Like, you needed them for, like, specific and en- specific puzzles and enemies, but. But then there were a lot of enemies where it's like, you must hit this enemy with the sword. And it's like, yeah. what am I mm-hmm. even carrying this other crap for? <laughs> like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I was like, like yeah, you have arrows to when we got them because they're, you, I think. You're usually strong, but... <laughs> or a net. Oh. I I was really excited when I figured out... Or, like, I, I had to Google how to catch fairies. Because I was like, if I use this mm-hmm. bottle, I should be able to, like, catch them, right? But you have mm-hmm. to get the, like, net from the kid to catch them. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, I got the net before I ran into a fairy. And it was like, you can use it to catch bugs or other things. And I was like, ah, okay, that's how you <laughs> catch fairies. Well, you can use it to catch the bees. Did you ever yeah. run into the yeah. bees? Yeah, you can use it to catch the death bees and use those yeah. on your enemies too, apparently, which I didn't do. But that sounds mm-hmm. really funny mm-hmm. to me. Um, but yeah, I used it to catch fairies as frequently as I possibly mm-hmm. could. Mm-hmm. The fall down dungeon... I can't remember what the one where you have to fall through things the first time had like mm-hmm. a really good fairy room. The that Tower of Terror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Tower of Terror yeah, with the, the like the Tower of that worm worm thing. guy. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the worms, I was like, that's like no it's not very threatening, but they like really fuck you up too. Even the yeah. little ones are really hard to aim at. Yeah. And yeah, that one was really annoying. Yeah, I finally beat him <laughs> by just um, charging through him multiple times back and forth. I just stayed <laughs> on the back wall and then like I just like avoided him and I was just like wait for him to come back so I could hit his tail or like chased around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he kept just really, mashing like, into me with you. his head when I tried doing that. I'm just shaking my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I finally was like, all right, and just charged through him back and forth and like top to bottom a few times. And then he turned to grayscale, and yeah, I was like, finally. Yes, I can escape this place so I don't have to fall down off of this Yeah, I literally had to put dungeon. the game down for, like, two days before I could pick it up again and try beating I, him because mm. I was so frustrated. <laughs> it definitely took me at least two nights of trying to play just from falling because it's like, yeah, like, the the problem isn't, like... The yeah, he's not hard. It, it's not he hard, but it resets every knocks time. knocks you down and resets his damage. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I feel like it just shouldn't reset his damage. Yeah. Like, it's okay to knock me down, and it's, like, kind yeah, of it's like, I was down here back, for, like, but... 30 seconds. He didn't recover. Yeah, how did he heal? <laughs> Does he have his own fairies up there that he's, like, not yeah. using? Like, what the hell? Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, that was annoying. <laughs> the problem was just the resetting, not the yeah. actual... Like, if you hit his tail and whatever, it was fine. But it's just that it resets so often that it was such a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my rant about the that guy. Everyone who's played this game knows who we're talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was looking at posts on Reddit about people's opinion about this game because I always think it's kind of interesting. 
but someone posted this comment that was like linked to the past nightmare fuel and it was just a screenshot of that boss <laughs> it's like i agree <laughs> so overall fun some annoying bosses i think it has like general snes annoyance mm-hmm. i guess like i think that's just like mm-hmm. the 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 theme like that's just mm-hmm. how games were i kind of feel yeah like. it's just like all the annoyances yeah. are annoyances that like every game in that time had yeah, there's just a lot of like things you have to do. You have to you go into a game like that expecting to do things over and over again. At least mm-hmm. I do, and expecting to die a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to accept that death is a part of video game life. <laughs> yes. I guess. <laughs> you know, but definitely the Zelda yes to Zelda game we've played so far. Yeah, and it was fun, mm-hmm. and the concepts, mm-hmm. the mythology was fun. The story was mm-hmm. like in- interesting in Zelda E, mm-hmm. um, with some plot holes. <laughs> question mark. <laughs> But <laughs> the duck is the biggest plot hole. <laughs> yeah, really. What the hell? Yeah, how did he get to the dark world? Seriously. The magic flute wasn't that magical, was it? <laughs> it's an ocarina that can transcend worlds. <laughs> um, it's like you played yeah. the song of duck magic. <laughs> also, the first time you play it, it plays for like two minutes, which is I really know, funny. such a long yeah. song. <laughs> like okay i could only listen to like, fake ocarina noise for so long <laughs> yeah it was really funny <laughs> i was expecting the like three note warp that they usually have yeah. yeah yeah i do like i'm really excited for later games where like musical instruments are like more of a thing because mm-hmm. it's such mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. thing that i like and identify with in zelda games so but yeah it's fun the ones we've seen so far have been fun mm-hmm. anyway yeah and it was the most zelda e zelda game we played so far i think and in I'm excited for Link's Awakening, which is what we're going to talk about next time. Yay. Yay. So join us next time for that, which will be August 1st. Wait. Yeah, August 1st. I had oh. to count. No, wait. Yeah, because the first one's coming out oh. June 1st. Yeah, and then this one comes out July 1st. I forgot we were in episode <laughs> yeah. two. That's why I struggled. <laughs> August 1st. Join us for that. <laughs> and remember to touch the Triforce with a wish in your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wish for ice cream. It can be a naughty wish, but it gotta <laughs> no. be strong. As long as it's strong. <laughs> the Triforce don't care. The Triforce don't judge if you have a naughty wish or not a naughty wish. <laughs> the Triforce doesn't kink shame. I just went like Ganon had a naughty wish. No, I definitely like... interpreted it the same way as Kayla. <laughs> that is not where I was going with that. It's like Link enters the bondage world. <laughs> Like, yes. <laughs> I do like the continuing or like the, the same concept that runs through all the games where you're getting like yelled at by all these people telepathically or whatever to do stuff and you're like I'm gonna go slash <clears throat> this bush and yeah. <laughs> so yeah anyway as long as it's a strong wish it doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks for listening we'll see you next time yes we will Bye-bye. bye 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 <laughs> post-record current during record. <laughs> official and and recording <laughs> you know like on route like on recording banter yeah sure it's off to a good start i'm glad that this is um preserved for all time <laughs> what i just said hyrule <laughs> healed and was peaceful and prosperous for many centuries until suddenly a new wave of disasters began to strike the land once again <laughs> Do you think that his wish was for good or evil? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He just killed a bunch of people to get it. I'm sure it was good.
Well, I meant Bowie, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bowie's is definitely evil. I didn't think that was even a question. (laughs) He's like, I wish for seeds. (laughs) Yeah. It's like everything I touch should turn to seed. (laughs) (laughs) It's not time yet. We were spirit checks. 